Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You're a great husband, Jonathan. You are great. That's that's all I want to do. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dyser, and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. What's up? We, we write for CinemaSins and TV Sins. <laughs> And do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well, uh, as apparently imitating old Budweiser ads. I'm sorry. Uh, is one of them. I'm sorry. What was that? Well, I was trying to do that thing, the candy cane, candy cane thing that I don't understand it, but. The candy cane. Oh, it's, from, it's from Joyride. It's the, the, the truck driver in Joyride. Yeah. It's actually Ted Levine's voice. The uh, Put the lotion in the is, basket. Um, yeah, put the lotion in the basket guy from Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Buffalo Bill. Try to do right? a Buffalo Bill impersonation. Buffalo Bill, won't you come out tonight? <laughs> come out tonight. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. it. That's and it. That's perfect. It's like I'm just it's like I'm just watching Silence of the Lambs right I, now. I couldn't believe it. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, but anyways, as the truck driver voice, he just he says candy cane like super creepy. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that explains it all. Isn't everybody completely <laughs> caught up now? Uh, we are going to have a good time today. I'm really excited yep. to get into a great week of videos, all that kind of stuff. Everybody doing okay after Halloween? Everybody, like, did you guys still eat candy around Halloween? Too much. I Yeah, that's pretty much the only time I eat candy. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. I just I just kind of say, fuck it, I'm eating candy, it's Halloween. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I used to I do don't that. eat a lot of candy, so. I used to do that, and then my kids got older, and they don't go trick-or-treating, so they don't have a stash. And this year, yeah. we were out doing something on Halloween night, so we didn't buy candy to hand out. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm not actually eating candy this year. So that kind of worked out nice. Well, that's good. Then you can just eat extra Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's how that works. That's right. That is how yeah. that works. Yeah. I'm down for that. Did Did Iris get candy this year? Uh, she got six pieces of candy. Aw. How many yeah. did you eat? Six. <laughs> you ate all of her candy? Yeah. You ate every last piece of her candy. So judge me if you will, but don't at me. <laughs> uh, I We still haven't had her... Uh, oh, she's not, she's not doing sugar yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're tr- we're we're doing our best. We've, I mean, definitely at any point in time, that's going to change. And she's had sugar. She's had ice cream. And oh, okay, I was going to say, can I be there uh, the first time she tastes sugar? <laughs> she she had a, she said maybe like three bites of ice cream ever. So it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually went to a parade recently, and they were throwing out candy. And there was a child that was her age. Who, while we were sitting there watching the parade, had like four Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, just shoving them in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, am I doing something wrong? There's nothing better than a street Tootsie Roll during a parade. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> except for when the horses go by. Those are yeah. not edible. That's a different kind of street Tootsie Roll. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't really feel bad about it because she doesn't know what she's missing, number one. And number two, I've, I do a lot of research. She gets a lot of natural sugar. She has a yeah, lot sure. of fruits Fruit, yeah. uh, and there's sugar and everything. But we just haven't given her like sugar cookies and stuff like yeah. that and, and candy. But you so. don't have a time in mind? No. You're just kind of waiting until the mood strikes? No, I, I just know it's going to happen. And then we'll have to just try to do our best to just limit Wait. her intake. We actually did keep my daughter still does not drink soda, though, and she's eight. So I, we're, we're pretty happy about that. We did. My wife was really adamant that she wasn't going to drink juice. Uh, we we let that go about two. Yeah, uh, she started drinking apple juice. But yeah, we uh, just do we, have, we water ours down. We do half water, half juice. I think that's how we started. I think. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a good way to start. Now she just drinks like the the regular. Yeah. Mots for tots or whatever. Right. It is. Uh, and there's a lot of natural yeah. sugar in that stuff. So there are oh, insane sugar, amount. Yeah. But she doesn't get added sugar because she doesn't need it it's crazy the amount of research that's gone into it like doc this is crazy so doctors don't rec they recommend i think it's like two tablespoons of added sugar a day Mm -hmm. only from the time that you're two until you're 18 like that's the max (laughs) like that's all you're supposed i just had a krispy kreme donut style donut (laughs) it's just like been bathed in icing it's not krispy kreme but it's similar like that's like probably enough for the next three days right it's supposed to be technically Yeah. yeah So. Yeah, we kept our our we the only sugar our kids had was fruit as well, like Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles. Um, so yeah, that's all Good. all fruit sugar. Cool. So yeah, and no judgment fruit on snacks. parents who do that. Oh, absolutely. No, no judgment. Not. It's just we're just trying to do something a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. I guess. <laughs> well, I just, I just figured, I just wondered if you had had the moral conversation of do I eat my child's candy? Because it seems to be a popular conversation on the internet. Like, right. is that something you should do? I've always been firmly on the side of candy tax and that that's completely appropriate for a parent to take candy tax. But, um, but I wondered where you fell on that. And apparently you take a hundred percent candy tax. Well, so. with, I will say with my daughter, it's very easy because she's actually, she's like the pickiest sweets eater I've ever been around in my life. So there's only like three or four pieces of candy she even likes. So basically she gets like her bowl and then my wife and I just create a bowl for stuff that she doesn't like that we like. And then we have a third bowl for crap that neither one of us like. Right. That we, <laughs> yes. that my wife takes to her office Those gross or we give to somebody else. Orange things that people hate. They're just wrapped in an orange we're, plastic. Yeah. Thing. Well, we're not big on like Skittles and Starburst and like, I guess like kind of the fruit, like I eat fruit snacks, but like outside of fruit snacks, like I just don't really do like the fruity yeah. uh, candy. Yeah. Um, I'm more if I'm going to eat candy, I'm going to go chocolate and peanuts and that kind of stuff. But uh, it was it was funny when you said her bowl. I thought you said yeah. herbal. Oh. And so I was like, whoa, <laughs> what kind of herbal candies? Are you? <laughs> daughter's on the herbal. <laughs> I was, like, oh, I was wow. thinking more like, like I was thinking more like special. <laughs> I was thinking like special brownies is what yeah, he was talking yeah, exactly. about. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, you're wow. talking about like uh, like those cough drops, the all natural <laughs> no, herbal hey, cough drops. We, but, we don't we don't give our daughter hey. soda, but some herb. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, happen. yeah, exactly. Totally yeah, the the soda is the thing we're fighting, but uh, no, yeah, yeah, I mean marijuana whatever it's natural but we hope you guys had fun uh yeah, during your halloween if you have any fun Absol- stories yeah. to share you should let us know yeah let us know hit us up behind the sins pod at gmail.com uh let's get into it let's do the sin side scoop what's he building in there uh, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain this is a true story 
All right, let's do it, guys. We're going to take a look at the actual Sins videos of the week. We'll give you some of our thoughts on the material that we send, as well as the Sins videos uh, themselves, and maybe a look behind the scenes. Maybe. That's maybe. the whole point of the show. Maybe we'll do some of that. <laughs> uh, we'll kick it off with TV Sins, then do music video Sins, and finish with the Big Daddy Cinema Sins. Um, TV Sins this past week started with Bates Motel, um, which we uh, we granted Denea Reprieve. From writing on great, uh, Gate, Gates ba- Brotel. Gates Brotel. Maybe, maybe we should have granted all of us a reprieve. <laughs> yes. uh, this was a uh, Dicer Watkins joint. Yeah. Um, I've never seen the show before, Jonathan. I think you watch it, correct? I, I did. I watched it. It was it was uh, five seasons, but it was still a pretty short show because they only did ten episode seasons. So it was like fifty episodes. Um, I enjoyed it. I will say though, um, the first like season and a half is uh, is not. It doesn't really find its groove, I think, till about halfway through season two. Okay. Um, not that there's not good stuff before then, but it definitely, you know, when I tell people it's a, it ends up being a really good show, they'll watch those first couple episodes and be like, you know, are you insane? I'm like, no, no, no. It just If you want to stick with it, it gets better. <laughs> it's all I can Does say. it get better in the way that, like... <laughs> What part of it is most exciting for you as you watched I mean, all five seasons? Well, it was it was just um, I'm not a prequel person per se, so that was already kind of a a, a negative for me even going into it. But um, the just the relationship that develops the chemistry. I mean, the mother son chemistry, nothing beyond that. But uh, between Vera Farmiga and um, I, Freddie Highmore, mm-hmm. um, they're just. I mean, they feel like a mother and son, you know, uh, a really creepy version of a mother and son, but I'm just saying they feel, they feel like they're related and they, they play off each other really well and they give really good performances, even though we make fun of Freddie Highmore a little bit in this. And then we took some slack for that, but, um, um, that's a big part of it, but just, uh, just, I don't know. It, at some point though, it became really interesting to find out how they were going to get it because it ends at Psycho, basically. That's what I've heard, and that is why I'm yeah. interested. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not- and um, because I mean they and and but but they also I mean not to give too much away. They don't wait to the end to deal with the outcome of Vera Farmiga's character. Um, so that also makes it interesting because. Um, and just, I mean, I guess because it's like, it's a weird thing where you know how it's going to end from the beginning. Like, you know exactly what's going to happen. Well, sure, it's a prequel, yeah. But they still find ways to make it really intense and suspenseful and exciting and good. Um, they do do some things like they make the town itself like a little, um, a little shady. There's this whole, like, there's this whole storyline about drugs in the town and there's, you know, there's kind of like... I guess like mob bosses, if you want to call them that there's a lot of, it's almost kind of got like a twin peaks feel to it. Um, So they do stuff like that to kind of take you away from the Norman Bates stuff, but they still pretty much get into the Norman Bates stuff about halfway through season two. And then they just kind of kick it into high gear from there. Hmm. And um, it's, it's, it's pretty fascinating for me. That's the stuff that's interesting to me. I'm a huge hitch. I'm a huge Hitchcock fan. Uh, Obviously I've seen psycho many, many times. Uh, and the prequel stuff is at least engaging that part of my brain that wants to see how they're going to do it, right? Um, as I watched this first episode, I was struck by uh, Vera Farmiga and Freddie Highmore that they're good. And, you know, mm-hmm. you you could do worse than this cast for sure. Uh, and so their performances are worth watching. I just, you know, it's hard for me to pull the trigger on a 50 episode investment. But I hear you. But I, I'm, it's kind of up there on my list. If, if I have a gap somewhere, <laughs> a gap, a yeah. time gap to watch something 
thing that I want to watch. That's funny. Uh, then this is one that's high on my list to to possibly fill that with. Um, yeah, I'm, I, and I well, I'm I'm the same way with like Hannibal's another one. Like I didn't watch Hannibal, but I've but I've only heard that it's amazing. Yeah, but I watched, it is kind I of actually, one of those things. I actually did watch the first season or two of Hannibal, and it just got yeah. so. Um, and I get it. I get it because it's kind of the whole point. Um, but it just, it got so dark and so yeah. disgusting that I was just like, nah. Which one? Hannibal. The, the Silence of the Lambs prequel Which was show. like a prequel to, uh, okay. to yeah. the Silence of the Lambs. I gotcha. But, um, but, I'm, but I'm kind of like you. Like, that's one of those where if I ever find a gap, I've heard enough about it to where I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll check that out. Yeah. But like, but prequels in general, just, I, I just, that's just not something I tend to go for. Um, I'm not saying you can't make a good one, but, um, but it's they difficult. just, they don't interest me yeah. typically. Yeah. Today, did you, do you have any interest in this show whatsoever? I didn't, I don't know if you even have a relationship to like Psycho, the movie, what you, if you've ever seen it. That, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, Hitchcock or any well, of that kind of you stuff. you know, I get to once again reveal myself as not having a lot of experience with that you yeah. know and i kind of get nervous about that because i know that there are certain films or certain things that it's like you have to watch this to well but in this case it's a horror movie so i wouldn't expect that it's something you've purposely put in front of yourself about, so yeah. like i know here's what i know about psycho there's a shower and a knife <laughs> that's, that's, that's it I, well i will say this it, i mean i i would call psycho a horror movie but it definitely has a lot of thriller elements and with you being a a uh, true crime fan. That's the next thing it's, I was going to say. Loose, it's loosely based on Ed Gain. Is that um, that's where I do kind of like pop in? Is I'll when I see a movie, if it says it's based on something true, I'll go and try to figure out what that true stuff is. Like mm-hmm. you know the Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre stuff. I'm Same like, guy, by the way. Like yeah, They're, so yeah. it's kind of based yeah. on yeah one one horrible situation that kind of you know mm-hmm. explodes into these various yeah, you know, Ed, imaginations. Ed, Ed, is it Gein or Gein? Uh, Gein? I think it's Gein. Okay. It? Anyways, he is. I could be wrong. He's definitely spurred plenty of uh, horror stuff for a reason. It's you know there was a there was a great podcast called Inside Psycho. I don't know if you listened to it, but I did. I yeah, uh, Wonder I believe put that on. But a couple that years might ago. interest yeah. you, Danae. It is. I mean, it, it does talk graphically about some of the stuff he did. So I don't right. know if that would be a trigger for you. But it's definitely interesting in how it tells the true crime story of what this person who is based on psycho yeah and i believe that stuff is mostly in the first episode but oh yeah they do go into detail i because even i i was like oh i don't know that i want to keep listening (laughs) yeah well and i I guess uh, i'll say this here but it was interesting i guess i'll say this here and we do send it in the show it is interesting to me that they're trying to give so much empathy to these characters um Mm -hmm. and, and i Honestly, there's an interesting discussion to have about that, about empathy for serial killers. But it's fascinating to take an entertainment piece like this that is kind of has the CW tropes to it and that kind of stuff. And then also have it be about an actual human being who did these awful things. I don't know. It's it definitely had a weird there's a there's a weird vibe there when I watch it. And, And he's a kid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's at the beginning, I mean, I mean, even even when it ends, I mean, he's not he's not really that old. I mean, he's like probably like early twenties when it ends. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's basically a kid the whole time. So that adds another layer of just like you just don't really know how to feel. Yeah, and you and but you know what's going to happen, and that that should take the suspense out of it. But they they do they eventually do a good enough job to where somehow it doesn't. I don't yeah. know how they pulled that off, and it could just be like you're saying if you're already a Hitchcock fan. If this is something, maybe that's where my interest lied. So I made it through. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, well, let's talk about the the video 
Yeah, uh, for sure. Video itself, Danae, uh, Jonathan and I wrote on this, so we'll come to you first with any observations from the video. I watched it. <laughs> hey, yay. Yeah. Uh, she kills somebody. Yes. And Did that make sense? I got to tell you, it was hard to edit around. There's sexual assault that happens there. It's not just like oh, a, okay. there, there's a like a pretty graphic sexual assault in the show, and we wanted to be sensitive to those triggers, mm-hmm. and right. so we edited around it a lot. But I was afraid maybe it didn't make sense what was going on. Well, I didn't. I didn't pick up on okay. the sexual assault at all. I just picked up that she was being assaulted. Okay. Well, that was that's kind of what we intended. Um. So, and then I guess they cover it up, and this is sort of the start of his weirdness. I don't know. Well, uh, there's there's underlying things already, but yeah. 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 No, I like the video. Well, I, and I the, mean, there's a whole, the, you know, at the beginning, you know, you find out that his, you know, his dad has been killed um, or his dad. You, the, I mean, that's a mystery that kind of uh, keeps going at least through the first season or two. Right. So, but, so uh, yeah, I mean, I think it, for me, you know, again, I watch these sometimes I haven't seen them before and I'm curious about them and it's just. It's not meant to be an explanation of what to expect in the show. This right. is, you know, so there's part of me that's like, what's going on? And then part of me is like, hee hee, that was funny. So, um, <laughs> talk about that stuff. The, you know, the, I like, I gravitate towards sins that are about continuity, things like that that don't make sense. That's just, I'm learning this about you. Yeah. yeah. I'm more that person than I am like, let's make a reference to another film or right. another movie because I don't do that right. well. Uh, so like the bed being uncovered, but the rest of the house was covered. I loved that because yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of thing I'd find, you know? Right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't make any sense I, at all. I channeled my inner Danae <laughs> when looking for that. Well, you were doing this before I got here. Let's just be clear. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I, it was also interesting too. the whole like everybody new kid moves to small town and there's a big huge party with lasers and all this stuff and Man. it's funny how like you don't realize how <laughs> stupid that is until you're you know really critically thinking about everything you're watching yeah and so that's so true that oftentimes in these you've got somebody who's displaced who's new who's displaced who's trying to fit in trying to find you know his purpose or his people and they go to like some ridiculous party like that happens all the time i legit for that sin thought about what the equivalent party would have been when i was in high school and it legit was sitting around a campfire yeah. drinking two liter mountain dew well like, in this <laughs> town this town would have 100 percent been like a bonfire party. right right yeah. yeah this this would not have been like, like a lasers and DJ. yeah that was yeah crazy. and i think uh we went with aaron's we but aaron and i both wrote something yeah. on that because it was just so ridiculous yeah Dayglow orgy balls, I think I call yes. them. Or yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. So I I think that it was a it was fun to watch. I I'm not curious enough to watch the rest of it. I'll probably sure. just spoil it. I'll just go read. No, about I, I it. hear you. And I like anybody that. No, I mean, you know what? Granted. I do think I remember that. Um, I mean, it must have been seasons later. I remember. I think I watched two episodes because there had just been something that happened where I think he kills somebody from the school, like a girl or something. I don't know. He kills somebody. Norman does. Yeah, I haven't seen the show, so I don't and, know. And I remember being yeah, he like... De- he definitely he definitely kills people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And so I was like, okay, well, what is that like? And then there was a police officer kind of coming around talking about drugs or something. Um and wow. I remember watching. So you it have going, accidentally watched a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't. But it didn't make it didn't draw me in enough to mm-hmm. keep yeah. me. Which is generally the case when you hop in to the middle of <laughs> you know a dramatic show like. Well, this. and I did. I did actually have a sin that we 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 took out because it was kind of one of those seeing into the future things. But there's a whole thing with the Keegan Connor Tracy character, the teacher that comes to a head in the first season finale 
um, that probably really sets him off on his path. Interesting. Um, and I mentioned that in a sin, and we just decided to get rid of it. But yeah, um, yeah, it 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 they get into him pretty quickly. Like as far as well, that is uh, why people watch. Yeah. You know? yeah exactly yeah. uh jonathan anything from the video you wanted to mention i mean yeah i had the high school parties written down obviously the um how's the peeping just putting that in as a sin was really funny <laughs> especially for the because it was like example, well, and that's yeah. such a norman bates right, thing yeah. too right yeah. i mean i mean my god um I, this is tooting my own horn but the, the nicola pelt how the sin where i wrote were how she got stuck in the transformers movie yes yep and uh, and also going back to the Keegan Connor Tracy thing, where she thinks she's in a CW show, even though the because this does feel like a CW show, especially this pilot. Yeah, I gotta say, even though it was totally an A and E show, this is the only one of the only things I had to mention about the video. And I guess we'll just do it here. Is how CW, uh, especially the girls in this show, are in the pilot. And yeah, I just I didn't go to high school with these girls. I don't know who these girls are. I, they're so aggressive and so you can be who you want to be, but it's just it just seemed like i i don't know these people i mean i will say there's a lot going on with the nicola peltz character oh, okay. that you find out later on oh, it doesn't still make it she's still not like but when they when they meet she's him, not a high school kid when they meet him there are i think four girls there and they just yeah. pepper him with nosy yeah. question after yeah, nosy question i'm just like chill like it, it was it was wild to me uh the only other thing i wanted to mention is uh, i did a thing where i wrote a skip but i just did capital letters and i had the i like 12 eyes just because yeah. i was curious how jeremy would interpret it and jeremy <laughs> did not let me down uh the, the skip in this is one of my favorite parts the way I he interpreted somebody it. commented on that too said like that was a very aggressive skip or <laughs> yeah. something yes I saw that one too. Um, yeah, the, the and the only other thing I mentioned was the roll kill commercials, which Aaron yeah. uh, coined. I thought that was great, and uh, just I couldn't believe that they actually had a scene of a guy walking out of a bathroom saying, "You just have to jiggle it." <laughs> I was like, "My, like it's like they knew that TV Sins was going to be a thing." <laughs> That's right. They were ready for us. Years later, they're like, "Here, here's a gift from uh, the guy from Lost." <laughs> yeah. Uh, we both had oh god mother outtakes at different points in the you show. Have to do I thought it. that was interesting. You just have to do yeah. it. You just have to that do it. That was funny. Uh, let's move on to Friends. Cool. The one where Ross meets Elizabeth's dad. This was a Dicer also Hughes known as joint. Bruce Willis. Also known as Sorry. Woose Brillis. Uh, oh, I hate yeah. guest stars on sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> it works sometimes, but very no, rarely. The, yeah. I, I find that when it's like that big of like a movie, which he was, I mean, this was like Bruce Willis prime yeah. um as a movie star or maybe near the end of it but still like he was just larger than life and it's like they just never know really what to do with them like and they end up just playing up on their stereotypes like yeah. their their movie it, will and grace was probably the the biggest victim of this yeah and will and grace got to the point where it was insane because every week they would have somebody on it would be like you know jennifer lopez and then madonna and then oprah you know yeah um, friends did not do it near as much. It was good, but uh, is this the? Yeah, I just did not find this funny. Is this the only truly bad Friends episode that we send? Like, I think this is a bad episode. Like, I, it's the it's the worst. The um, others are kind I mean, of classic. Yeah, I think and, this is yeah. this is worse than the poker episode. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because I just don't particularly like that one, but this is definitely worse than that one. Uh, they, these make me nervous because the comments the fans are are they know that it's kind of coming to an end because they're catching up on our yeah. run series mm -hmm. and so like yeah 
this cannot be the last one. And I'm like, well, <laughs> well, we, I mean, we had, we had a few people tweet saying they were going to miss the friends videos. I was like, there's plenty of episodes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure also, we can come back to it. Feel at some free point. to send them yourselves. <laughs> That's right. You can do this with the at home version. You, yeah. We've got it. <laughs> but new I app. think in general, ding, ding, the, ding. the Elizabeth storyline is one of the weirdest that the show ever ever did and it wasn't even so much that he was dating a student it was the way they went about it yeah was what was weird it was the way they wrote the episode well, and just all the jokes just seem so forced well it's, I, it's, yeah. it's a weird one i kept i kept wondering like what's the significance of this one except for that it's the bruce willis well, that coming is in. that's it that's, that's the that's reason the people ask i mean us to do you, it. you have the introduction of mac and cheese although that doesn't i don't think that lasts very long from what i remember yeah. but uh, that does carry on into more episodes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you have that as well, but that's definitely the B story. I mean, uh, the Bruce Willis and Rachel thing lasts a couple more episodes too. So he's this isn't the only episode he's in. What an what an um, awkward way to make out on the couch, right? Like just, the, with the your whole, legs the, kind of like kind of twisted, twisted your legs intertwined. Like just lay yeah. on each other. Like I don't I don't understand what the what what they were doing? Yeah. Talk about two people that have no chemistry. <laughs> no, because Bruce Willis and Jennifer Aniston. I mean, these are two like very attractive people. Yeah, and they just have no chemistry. Yeah, that, that did like, not work for me. No, not like it just it looks like neither one of them want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. And I think you guys, you know, I don't know which one of you wrote the thing. I mean, I, I'm assuming it's Aaron. I'm not, I mean, but I seem to do this. And then Danae's like, no, that was me or vice versa. But the the whole nine yards stuff. Oh, yeah, that, that was That, um, was that does seem very much like Matthew Perry was like, hey, man, can you do me a solid? Yeah. And uh, play this person's dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, and- it's it's a it's a rough one. Jonathan, why don't you talk about the uh, the sins video first? Since uh, Danae and I wrote on it, yeah, what's some so of the stuff you like? Lightsaber penis battle. Uh, <laughs> I wrote down. Uh, I'm really curious who wrote that one. Uh, that was uh, me. And <laughs> I have to say, I I did kind of channel my inner Danae while what? writing that. Yeah, because. Because I was like, Danae has this thing where when people's hand motions don't match what they're talking about, she'll like, you know, and so I was like, what he's like, yeah, because he was talking about he had to have had sex to have, right. you know, the baby or whatever. And he was like, yeah, we had to. And then he takes two fingers and he, he like, taps, like crisscrosses yeah, he, like, taps them against each other. I'm yeah. like, what does that represent? What is they're doing the how thing? How is that a sexual thing? Like in in the real world, maybe you make a circle in a finger and you yes, do the circle finger that is, thing. That but... is the crude new one. <laughs> it but so it used weird. to be in the nineties. It used to be this. Really? No, no, no. no, I no don't hold know. on, hold on. I would have totally <laughs> believed you because I would have been totally oblivious to that. Are you guys making like gestures yeah. on a on a podcast? Yeah, it works really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an audio only format. Uh, so, where did you do like the hole with your fingers? And yeah, the whole poke yeah, in? But in the nineties, it was the lightsaber battle. Yeah, but that's a joke. I made that up. Yeah, I'm not the aficionado or whatever <laughs> on sexual hand gestures. Anyhow, uh, I, I think you might be. I, I think you might be. Uh, I'm the horror guy. Uh, Aaron's the animated guy. You're the uh, sexual hand gesture. That's me. Person. Yeah. Woman. Oh. Uh, Rachel is a villain, which I at first assumed Danae wrote that, but then I'm like, well, maybe Aaron was finding his inner Danae there, and he decided to write an evil Rachel said, <laughs> but it was probably Danae. I really love that in the comments, uh, I actually saw someone call me out. Like, if Rachel is a villain. That's got to be Danae. And I replied, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to confirm Um, it, yes, that was Danae. Yeah. Yeah. um, The the noticing the set designers left out an entire wall. Smugly back. 
while people unravel around her now, a second time. Like now, we slowed that down but to she where it, it looked smir- a little more oh. evil than it was. <laughs> no, 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 no. I watched that so many times. Like, no, she is smirking. Uh huh. She's a smirker. <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway. uh, oh man. Uh, the set designers leaving out an entire wall. I wrote that down. I thought that was a really good. Yeah, catch. that was the name. And this this had nothing to do with anything you guys wrote, but there was there was the the Bruce Willis falls on the smarm line. That was a great scene. But the way we slowed that scene down to get the entire narration in, the actress playing Elizabeth is like. We slowed it down so much. It looks like she's giving Bruce Willis like a sexy stare, <laughs> which is really weird because she's his daughter. <laughs> You know, she had the same expression on the entire yeah. episode anyway. She was just this prop, this sort of grinning And we prop. And we send it. Yeah. We send I was, that really bothered pro- me yeah. about this her. This was the one, right? This was the one with the really satirical let the men talk. Yes. Uh, sin. Yes. And, and, and we didn't get any flack for it. No. I'm glad people understand people that that's got a joke. It, yeah. And I mean, the thing is, it, it's... It's not so much that, I mean, it's an inappropriate relationship or anything, which you could argue that it is. And I mean, you could probably argue that it's not, but it's just, there's so many interesting avenues they could have taken with that. And they just, they just didn't do it. Like in the, and and in that way they made it creepier than it probably needed to be. The Um, the, That's just always kind of been my take on it. Yeah. The only other thing I wanted to address uh, from this video um, in the comments, and if one of you has it in the comment section, we can talk about it then. That's fine. But uh, somebody mentioned not calling out the fact that they love the movie Die Hard, and yet here's Bruce Willis, who obviously starred in Die Hard. I pondered that for a long... I really did. I pondered writing a sin on that for a long time, and... Mm-hmm. You're saying, like, one of those sins where it's like, in a like in their world, they love Die Hard, so Die Hard exists, right. so why wouldn't they say, yeah, hey, yeah. you look exactly like that guy? Yeah. They don't mention Die Hard in that episode, right? No. So yeah. we would be playing off like it, it, it stuff, would be mentioning that's what something. It, was. that's, it, it wasn't involved in a, this particular Yeah, the proof isn't in this episode. Right. Yeah. It's not. And, the episode, I believe it's the one where is it the one where Ross and Joey are like napping together? I don't know. Yeah. Watching Die Hard. Do you remember that, Aaron? I think yeah. that's what they must be referring yes, to. It is. And again, I yeah. I think that's right. I think the proof isn't in this episode, and that's why it felt off to me. Um and that's I agree. that's just gonna happen sometimes. But yeah, I definitely considered it, but it wasn't there. Yeah, you can do that like in a movie because we can go back and pull that out. But like, yeah, you can't really do that in a, in a show where we've never covered that episode. Right. Didn't- and even if we have, I mean, that'd still be weird. I don't know. Yeah, we di- we just have to kind of play around with stuff differently with TV sends. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want it to be different, too. I mean, we want it to have its own voice and everything anyways. So. Yeah, for sure. The comments kind of threw me off on this one a little bit because there's a couple of them that um, I just didn't know. And I thought I had done research, but obviously I didn't. So... Apologies, everybody. Apparently, oh no, what happened? Did you make a mistake? Phoebe lived with them at the time. Yeah, and they weren't that's... married. And I did mention like I'm like a they're the dumping ground for marital stereotypes. But they don't have to be married but to be the dumping yeah. ground for so those stereotypes. I stand behind that joke. Yeah, but then like the insinuation is that they're that Phoebe is living in a married person's apartment. Right. But they, they weren't yet married. Whatever they get married, come at me. And then, <laughs> uh, but the whole Phoebe being there, I remember that for a little while she didn't live in her apartment, and I was trying to figure out if that was the case in this particular show. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't even know how hard it is unless you like are a super diehard fan to really piece together the timeline of some of these episodes 
And I just, I must have missed that. So that's why Phoebe was sitting in the apartment. Yeah, but still, like, the way she goes about doing, I mean, there's still sins there, yeah. though. Like, that whole scene is just so awkward. I think it and, still um, stands, but I, I'm but the reference it. isn't accurate. I'm okay with it, too. Yeah. Um, we also talked about Bruce Willis uh, on this one, and the, the people are raging because he lost a bet to Matthew Perry and wasn't actually paid. But that's not true. Paid. That's an urban legend. It is an urban legend, but I did some research post because everyone was talking about it. I was like, mm-hmm. we yeah. looked at that. I remember we actually talked about that. Uh, I guess Bruce Willis did say that he lost a bet. And that he donated all the money to like a charity. Well, no, that that's those are two separate things. Okay. As far as I understand, and maybe you did find something that says differently. My understanding is there was no bet, but he did donate what he was paid right. to charity for that episode. No matter what, we can still that's still that that's still okay to like it's interesting, right? Because right. you got these urban legends and like everybody believes these things. So it was really hard for me to pinpoint whether it was true or not. Because there are some that are like yeah. he actually did say this in an interview, but then there's no reference to the interview, and so it's just we, it's hard. I'm to sorry. Tell. There's an urban legend that why he was on the episode yeah. was because he lost a bet. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that wouldn't even make any sense because he's on multiple episodes. It's uh, it's like a three or four episode arc. Yeah. Um. I also so. really like this one because I got to write the joke about the very soft toilet paper. <laughs> I was really proud. <laughs> that was great. I was really yeah. proud of that one. And I was also really proud just a little self backpack here uh, for the sin where um, Joey's agent finds him and she says, hey, Joey, glad I found yeah. you. And just the fact that my brain clicked over into... And with cell phones, you're never like glad I found you. Yeah, right. It's, you What's always glad know I found you're reaching you. yeah. somebody. So it it had that uh, era of having to f- call landlines to find people, even though he was on a cell phone. I was actually really proud of that one because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting better at um, finding these little weird things. That reminds me of that scene because it's so bad. It that, that is so hey, yeah. Joey, Estelle is just so bad. And I, <laughs> I I was I I've never I, I mean I mean I I believe that actress actually passed away. So I mean I don't I'm not speaking ill of her personally. I just didn't like that character. Right. You know, ever. totally. It was so over the top and yeah. it was just ridiculous. So I made a I made a sin about, you know, when it's bad, it's, you know, got cut at dress in oh, SNL yes. bad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's the second time I've I've I guess I've compared uh, a friend's moment to being bad SNL or whatever. And I think that's an interesting part of doing this job is we do intentional repeats and we also do unintentional repeats sometimes and it's all part of the part of the fun. Like it's just, you know, our brains are going to go to the same place sometimes. Uh but uh but yeah, it's and maybe it's because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what it feels like. Yeah. Well, and it's it I mean, and we'll I mean, I don't know one of you might have written this down, but in one of the I believe it's this week, right? In one of the cinema sins, there's a there's a Charlie Brown holiday special reference. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which was just kind of, and I, I don't even, and we didn't write on it. So I don't know if the fact that we were doing that played into somebody's brain, you know, while they were writing the script, somebody from the A team. But I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. That and that got, kind of stuff but, happens. Like, and we, yeah. and we'll talk about this video later because that's in the Hocus Pocus video, right? Yeah, that's right. It was Hocus Pocus. Um, yeah. But in, in that same video, there is a reference to the Adams family and the, you know, bad things are good thing they did. And we just send the Adams family. So, oh, yeah, that's going to that's yeah. definitely going to happen. Well, I think I'll wrap it up with TV sins. Let's move on to yep. music video sins. Selena Gomez, uh, Lose You to Love Me. Uh, Barrett writing on this, of course. Um, we'll talk about the song first. Uh, I love the lyrics to this song. 
Um, I agree. I, I think this is a, a really beautiful exploration of uh, like how toxic relationships can affect you, how, you know, and also how toxic relationships are on a spectrum. Like, you know, toxicity isn't in, like an on or off button. And so a lot of times that balancing act can be really weird, but there's an ownership that Selena's taking and what she's singing here that I think is really beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a really beautiful song. I do too. I agree. I was just going to say that whether or not this is about specifically Justin Bieber, um, which she's kind of indicated it is, right? Yeah, she has. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, and I mean I mean Barrett would know more about this than than me, but he did the research. But yes, she is. She has made comments that make it seem like that's the case. But it's like you said, it's a very it's a very just realistic approach to the toxicity of relationships. And assuming this is about Beaver, this is so much more interesting to me than like one of uh, like not to. I mean, I like Taylor Swift, but this is just so much more interesting to me than some BS like we're never getting back together or right. Uh, many, many of the many of the Taylor Swift songs that have been about exes. I think like, though, um, for- this just feels like this is really dark, but it's. But it's but it works. I don't know. Because it's just everybody's been here. Exactly. And I think like for me, because I watched the music video first this time, if if she had had a music video that was like a visual of the story of the heartbreak or whatever, I think it would have lost a lot of its potency because this is her just, hey, I'm in front of the camera talking to you guys about what happened. And even though there's not this this music video has like not a lot going on with it it's just her sitting I didn't particularly like the music video the, but the we can talk about video that in a second was not as compelling i i think that there could have been something else done with it to bring more life into the visual element i of found it. the visual choices they made in the music video distracting and yeah i, I just and if they're trying to be thematic about how a toxic relationship makes you not feel like yourself and you know get you blurry then they should have started to bring her into focus consistently right. through the video right um, and mm-hmm. so I didn't even feel like the metaphor necessarily or, worked or just have her looking at the camera the whole yeah. time yeah. and don't, don't have, don't have the effect yeah. because I agree with Danae that if you were showing like, you know, like reenactments of fights and stuff, it just, it would have been just, yeah, I think silly. it would have lost something. And there's a couple of moments when she just looks straight to the camera when she's talking about getting herself back together and just the way that she kind of smiles, like you can just see that mm-hmm. she's come a long way. And also the lyrics of this are so powerful and deep like you said jonathan we've all experienced or most of us have experienced some sort of betrayal of relationship whether it's a friend or a lover or even sometimes like you can feel this way about jobs just anything that you care about Mm -hmm. that you have an un you have some kind of a toxic thing that happens and you lose part of yourself and then you find it again it could be even a passion of yours that fizzles away like it doesn't have to even be with anything outside of yourself there's a lot here and she she's i like the way that it's sung i like the way that she delivers it and i like the way that she's looking into the camera but then whenever you flip over to the actual video our our sinning video i'm like how can this be three plus minutes like there's not (laughs) like when i hit play on it i was like how is this even over three minutes like what is here i full-on expected it to be like 25 seconds long you know just like well there's not a lot going on here but he managed to pull some fun (laughs) stuff out so 
Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I want to talk about something in between talking about the song itself and the video, uh, because at the end of this beautiful song, as happens on YouTube, the end screen comes up with the oh. other four videos, and the song is still going I on. I was so frustrated by and, that. And I just want to talk about this for a second, because I know why they do it, because if they wait and do an end screen like you're supposed to do for these kind of things, people just stop playing, and so they go ahead and they put it over the end of the song. Insane. And it's... it's Insane. It's, it's, it's rude. I had it's to watch really the rude. music video sin to see the final part. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. yeah. I just I, I wanted to mention that because I've yeah. seen other videos do this as well, where it's like they know that this is going to happen for the last 20 seconds of the video, but they don't put any kind of specific buffer, even though they've got production teams and people who look at this stuff and they know that they could do that. And that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. But they also know they'll get more clicks if, you know, they put that stuff over the video. Not okay. Yeah. I, I, uh. I found that interesting, so I wanted to mention it. Um, anything about the video itself that we wanted to talk about, the Sins video? Uh, uh, Selena Rebus. Is that about... I don't the, know. But do you know what that is? Isn't it just because there was, like, multiple... Like, it was, like, it was... Like, there was multiple... Like, it was, it was one of those effects where there was, like, multiples of her, like, coming out of her, basically. Right, but what's the word merger? Well, Rebus... Uh, a Rebus is a puzzle. The Selena puzzle. So yeah. so the one that I got that was like that was the whole Matrix reference at the very end with, like, the outtakes <laughs> where it just had all the different... Yeah. Isn't a Rebus where you do pictures that represent uh, a God, word? Maybe I misunderstood. This. So, so like... um. Like the word apex, right? That's a word. You'd have a picture of an ape and then the letter X and that's a rebus. I think I'm I think that's right. Yeah, it's a puzzle device that combines the use of illustrated pictures with individual letters to depict words and or phrases. Yeah. See this is this is part of why I think I'm gonna be fired. <laughs> Your girl can't come up with this kind of stuff. Uh, I just like I'm, the wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Uh, I liked the uh, my testicles with the size of pebbles. <laughs> I had that one down. Yeah, that yes. was great. I, I love that one because, you know, he's honoring that in this moment she's mad and she looks mad and like, mm-hmm. and that's intimidating. Yeah. And, but then to equate that to the shrinking, shrinking testicles. of testicles, mm-hmm. which I've never experienced before. Yeah. What is the female equivalent of that? I guess... Well, I do have gonads. Right. So You've I got guess ovaries. Maybe maybe they shrink. Shrinking ovaries? My shrinking ovaries. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I've never been so afraid I just don't think I've... I just don't think women have this issue because, let's be honest, they are always the ones in control. So <laughs> I no matter how much we pretend. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh... that's, not, that's not true. <laughs> but I wish it was true. Because then I would have my, my relationship where I want experience. to eat dinner every night. Well, no, I'm just you're kidding. a great husband, Jonathan. You are great. That's that's all I want to do. <laughs> uh, the only other I think, uh, the only other I think, I am I am misplacing all of my words. You're cerebrusing. Yes. The only other thing that I had to mention was the fact that there are two Jim Carrey outtakes, which pleased me to no end. I always <laughs> I always love uh, Jim Carrey is just a a uh, a treasure trove of outtake material, so I enjoyed that. That is that is very true. Uh, the only other thing I had was, isn't this just code for getting a Brazilian? Yeah. Which, by the way, was the exact sin that came to my mind when I watched when I was watching the video without the sins. And the first time she says that line, I was like, "Oh, a Brazilian!" And I was like, <laughs> "But, but, but, isn't that fire burning?" Well, in the song, yeah, she says something about fire burning her forest. That's not how Brazilians work. <laughs> no, we. <laughs> yes, Danae. Thank you. 
We I, didn't think you burnt it all. I just want to make sure you know. I, I assume that it just, but it doesn't, doesn't it feel like fire in, in your loins? I, I, I can't. I don't know. Just the idea of getting waxed just, I, I mean, feels like the equivalent of like the idea of somebody ripping something uh, off of your skin. To, to save Danae from having to uh, interject I on this. I was just really concerned when I, I'm like. That's not how that works. Yeah, and no. I just had this very bad vision that y'all think that you're just going to go into a spa and it's just going to smell like burning pube hair or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I just want to make just, sure. Okay. I, I have. We can I, move on comfortably now. I okay. know my, my job here is okay, done. Fair enough. Uh, just, to, just to go back to waxing, I have to get sometimes like my middle like brow area. Yeah, uh, just because I get a bit of a unibrow, so I'll get that sometimes, like, uh, like waxed off, like once every few months, and like I have like 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 tears come to my eyes, and it, it's like like the tiniest, the tiniest spot. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I just I don't know how I just don't know how people do it. I, I, I'm glad I don't have back hair. I pull a single nose hair and I cry for an hour. Yeah. you know, like it's... yeah, man, man. Once again, women are strong. That's all I know. <laughs> that I will agree with. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Cinema Sins. Uh, a couple great videos this week. We'll kick it off with uh, Detective Pikachu. This was an Atkinson Hughes joint. Chris and Danae wrote on this. Um, Terrifying. The movie? No. Oh, writing with Chris. Yes. Oh, okay. Again, y'all, I'm just... Oh, I love writing with Chris. I, I'm, wor- I'm working my way through working with the guys one-on-one. And in the last video, uh, the last movie with Jeremy, and then this one, they were back-to-back. Yeah. And it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> like so you mean terrifying in the on. sense of just the intimidation. The yes. intimidation aspect. I of, hope yeah. to God there's something good for you in here. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I actually really loved the script, and I really your picture got in there that you mentioned in the syncast. <laughs> I was so shocked. I gave that like a ten percent chance. And I saw of some love for it in the comments too. I... People were like, "I was so hoping somebody would show how ridiculous that is." Uh, and I think somebody had listened to the syncast as well. It was like it made it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It was a this one was a lot of fun. I loved working. I feel with like Chris. you could sell the original artwork now for Ooh. like you know dollars. Yeah, maybe Ten, I tens should, of dollars. Tens of dollars. Maybe we can put it on a mug. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. What'd you guys uh what did you guys think of it? Well, let's talk about the movie first. Mm. Um Oh, can we? Yes. Okay. I I actually really like this movie. Me too. Um and I know it got a lot of flack and a lot of it is deserved. And a lot of the stuff we talk about in the Sins video is legitimate. Sure, sure, I, sure. I totally get that stuff. I mean, I, I looked on Rotten Tomatoes. It it got pretty decent reviews though. Yeah. I, I think the charm of Ryan Reynolds, even when he's voice only, is uh, just unbeatable. It's it's second to none. He's it really got, is. He has this way of, like his way of, uh, but limiting his snarky R-ratedness to go into Pikachu? Did they limit it though? They did, because a lot of his stuff didn't make it. I had a lot of research in this one, so... Um, yeah, so I, my love for Ryan Reynolds is known. I have loved him since two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Uh, mm-hmm. I fell in love with him immediately in that show and was so glad he became a thing cause he deserves it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just one up you there. I watched him on the Nickelodeon Canadian soap opera Ooh. 15. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I watched yeah, his that mother happened. give birth. <laughs> 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 uh, I 
I watched um, him be conceived? No. I don't know oh, how I can it. top I watched, that one. Dang it. I watched I watched this movie for the first time last night oh, you because did? I wanted to I wanted to have something to talk about oh, nice. on the show. Well, you're fresh. Let then. me preface this by saying I know nothing about Pokemon. Um, I was, I mean, I assume Aaron maybe, well, Aaron has kids though, but like that are old enough. My daughter's never gotten into it. Um, I was too old when it became a thing. Um, So I did not like this like at all, but I don't know if I was really into Pokemon, if I would like it more. I I don't know. Well, well, I will say. I just, I honestly didn't know what the hell was going on. Oh, interesting. Like 80% of the time. I mean, I knew, like, generally, like, what they were trying to accomplish, but I think there were a lot of things I just didn't get. Um, I didn't really particularly enjoy the action, um, but I did think Ryan Reynolds um, was 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 great. I mean, as Ryan Reynolds always is. Um, I thought it was weird that, like, every main character in this movie is a kid, but, like, they're not kids. Like, they have, like, like they're, like, reporters. Yeah, right. And, like, and like insurance I agents. <laughs> but they're, but they're, they're kids. <laughs> like, they're, like, maybe 19. I know. It's I so thought funny. that was really weird. I, I was happy, though, that Catherine Newton, who, of course, everyone knows as Claire Novak from three seasons of Supernatural. Of course. Um, of course. Yeah, I mean, everybody. That's what they thought. I was really glad to see she got a, a meaty role in this movie. She was great uh, as Catherine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, I just, I just didn't know. I just really couldn't get into this. Oh, that's interesting. So I, I'm sorry to say. I had a different experience. Yeah, so. I did too. I, I don't know a lot about Pokemon. Everything I know about Pokemon is because I wrote Sins on the uh, original Pokemon uh, Sins video we did. It, hey, this was better than that movie. Yeah, that movie was rough. But both open on Mewtwo. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, um, and that actually informed a lot of my knowledge on kind of what was going on yeah. here. Uh, but, but it was fascinating to me because I thought they did a pretty good job. Here's the other thing. My understanding is this is a different Pokemon world than we've seen Mm -hmm. in other Pokemon stuff. The, the Pokemon and humans living together kind of thing is, isn't necessarily somewhere it has gone. They've always been subservient. Interesting. They've always been a part of the battles, you know, like you own your Pokemon. They are in, you know, that was kind of the whole thing. And so I think almost sociologically, they had to take it to this different place where it was like, let's not do the subservience thing. That's, you know, not a great look. Uh, yeah, and so, kind of create this utopia. Yeah, this, so and create yeah. this kind of, and I kind of liked the utopia. I kind of was like, oh, these these creatures are adorable. They're cute. They're interesting. Um, this movie to me was just a good hang. Like, if you start to think about it a lot, obviously it falls apart. A lot of this just falls apart. Like, mm-hmm. like steak that's been in the crock pot too long. Like, it's just it is but in pieces. That good? Whenever it falls it's good apart. with the steak, it's bad with a movie. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and I will say it wasn't anywhere near, near because this was a big summer release too, and it was pretty impressive to see the budget they put behind it. Yeah, it looked and good. Yeah, it did. It did look good. The effects are pretty good, and um, it was not by any means anywhere close to being the worst movie of the summer. No, no. no I think what uh, made I, I, this movie work was Ryan Reynolds, and also the the kid that. Uh, is the main lead. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. If you want to look it up, Aaron, I know we don't do research on this show, <laughs> but I would like to give him a shout out. I thought he did a really good job. There's a couple of moments where um, it's Justice like, Smith. Yeah, Justice Who, by Smith. the way, if you haven't seen uh, Netflix's uh, show that Baz Luhrmann did, uh, he's the lead in that, and he's great in that too. Yeah, I, I thought that he really held his own because again, you know, you're acting to uh, imagination. A lot of times there's not really people there. It's a Pikachu there. And so I think he did a really good job of kind of down is the name uh, of that show of carrying, um, 
carrying the the lead of this. So I don't yeah. know. I, I I had a really good time. I didn't expect to have a good time. I kind of went in expecting this is going to be terrible. Uh, so I had to um, put my sin and hat on. But then I also had to put on my research hat because I was really, really going to do my best to try to not mess this up for the fans knowing that no matter how much research i did we yeah. were going to throw some things that's a in losing there battle today that people and i knew that going in but i wanted to at least try and so um not me when i when i send the original pokemon one i was like narrator is going to be stupid in this one yeah. <laughs> like you know well, he's not going to know in this anything one, i wanted jeremy to have a couple of moments where he sounded like he might know what he's talking about but do it through the lens of his cousins yes that was great that was James. a good choice i like that he had a bunch of cousins named james yes <laughs> like they're all they're all just james uh, there was William and James. Uh-huh. Oh, was there a William yeah. too? Oh, I thought I thought there was one where he said my. Oh, I thought it was. I thought there were two James. I miss. I somehow screwed that up in my head. Which, by the way, are more Discord peeps. Yeah, so hang out on out Discord. Get our, your name in a sins video. Nice. Our fans on the Discord. Um, so I think that was to Schadenfreude Metalhead. Which, by the way, I I I'm not playing favorites or anything. It's just these are people that I've uh, had the most interaction with so far. And as time goes on, I've act, uh, just to do like a quick update. I've had lots of requests since making that comment <laughs> last week, including one to include a dog named Chet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you see a dog named Cheddar, you'll know where that came from. No, no, I think it's fun. I think it's cool that you can do that but stuff. I, I did want to try to figure out, like, okay, so even in the movie, they're saying like this Magikarp or whatever shouldn't do this. So, like, how do you how do you try to pay fan service, even though obviously the narrator doesn't know anything about Pokemon? Uh, as we move into the video itself, or the sins stuff, um, props to Jeremy. On pronunciations and all that kind of stuff. There was one that we had to read. Well, we had to read uh, Jiro Carper. The Girados. Girados or whatever it was. Yeah, that was my bad. Um, I accidentally sent him Girados instead uh-huh. of Girados. I think it was Girados. Girados. But I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I had the. I had my O and my E for. But he flopped. nailed this stuff. Yeah, he did and great. And it's not. It's not an easy, you know, world to live in necessarily. So he did a good job. Uh, I loved thoughts and prayers uh, to the parents. <laughs> Thanks about the finger line. <laughs> yeah. that, that Ryan Reynolds said. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Obviously, Care Bear Onion Lizard is oh, one of the funniest. It's the hero of this one. Yeah, that that is really really funny. The porn come on. Uh, thing was hilarious. In I had that written down. Yeah. Hilarious because what in the world? What is that hole? Why is that? <laughs> why is there a Pokemon butthole on the screen? Like, well, let's talk about that. Yes, please. You researched this. Uh, Did you type Pokemon butthole into your into your Google? Basically. <laughs> okay. Um, How'd that go for you? It was interesting. <laughs> uh, uh. So from what I understand, that is. Like a speaker needs to have a hole for the sound to come out. Oh my. Oh my goodness. That is that is a vacuum <laughs> release hole because it's a speaker Pokemon. Oh wow. That's that's amazing. And based on um the Pokemon was fun to, was funny to me too because based on what my sis a story my sister told me one time about my nephew when he was younger losing uh, internet privileges, um there, there apparently is a lot of uh, porn come on out oh, there. Oh no! Oh well, no! Well, this this was a fun <laughs> this was a fun one because I when when I wrote that particular part, I was like I specifically sent it in going uh, this needs something else. Like I don't have 
I don't have it. Yeah, and sometimes so, you just can't find the punchline. So, and we, we are in an environment where there are other people who find punchlines. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. And so in this one. By it, the way, stand-up comedians do this for each other, too. Oh, Did yeah. you know this? They call it uh, tags, I think. Or, you know, like, hey, can you give me a tag on this story? Oh, or Yeah, they, they will share with each other and stuff. Well, so. it's certainly helpful in a way to kind of go, I'm just going to volley this out. Here's, like, the idea. Please... You know, it's either going to go somewhere or it's going to go to the can and doesn't matter either way. But here's the idea. And and that particular one, Chris nailed. Mm -hmm. We actually went (laughs) back and forth on. But so the idea is there. And Chris did the detect I peaked to shoot. And I just died when when I got that email (laughs) back where he had put it in there. I was like, oh, my God, that's perfect. Yeah. Shout out to Sinsworth. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Did you put that in there? I did. Because I I just made that up on Discord. Like- I know. I saw there was a conversation about everybody having a sentient, but right. like each channel having a different... E- each channel has their own sentient... Yeah. So I threw it in there thinking, well, I wonder if this is going to be something that they want to go with or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just... And it worked. That's funny. So that was kind of a fun one. That's hilarious. What else? Anything else from the Sins video you guys wanted to bring uh, up? Yeah. I liked the term jewel-toned prismatic nightmare. Thanks. Yes, that was nice. <laughs> How horrible um, of a place would that be? Yeah. I, yeah, I like be, that you think horrifying. specifically, Danae has done this through from the very beginning. You call out movies and TV shows on their lighting choices more than any of the rest of us. Like you are so mm-hmm. aware. Really? Yes. Like you are so aware of blinding lights and this. And these are all aesthetic choices that they're making on a production level. Right. So it looks a certain way. And you're like, but it shouldn't look that way. <laughs> I just want to know who wants to live in an apartment where every single window has a different jewel tone color blindingly coming through. Right. Who wants that? Yeah. Did you do the blackout curtains in this one, too? Yes, I did. See, I'm just telling you, you have this thing about lighting. (laughs) Who wants to walk upstairs to nothing but bright light? Like You couldn't even see anyway. Sorry. (laughs) And I don't I don't remember specifically where this is in the video. But for some reason, I wrote down, where's his dick? How does he pee? Yeah, yeah, that's at the beginning (laughs) of the video. Okay, that was there was. There's three. I know there's two that start off this one that were mine. I'm really proud of. I actually did the sinning of all of the logos. This one that was a me one. Oh, that was that was a really logo cool logo. On this one. I did. Is that your first logo sin that got yeah. in? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty proud of that. That's a one. big day in a cinema sins writer. <laughs> I know. Career. I know. I feel Got your logo, Sin. I also the did the uh, heroic hang. And um, so when the guy is hanging out the window at the very end of the movie and he's hanging on for dear life. Oh, is that where we had to have Jeremy whistle? Because yes. we wanted to show how long he was out there. <laughs> yeah. So that was really fun, too. It was a group effort, which is one of the reasons I liked that one um, is because, you know, you want to sort of show how quote unquote unrealistic it is for someone to hang. And although I did do research and discover that people can hang for quite a long time. Yeah. Hanging on shards of glass, probably not. Hanging one hand increases it. And it was for a pretty long time. And so I thought how fun it would be to like, hey, start the clock and then actually fast forward through part of the show and sort of see how that worked out. And when I saw it in the editing process, I was like, this is really close. But there was nothing but silence underneath it. And it really killed the vibe. So then we were either going to cut it. And then I suggested, well, should he just like whistle like he's waiting? And then we just sort of went with that. (laughs) So... So that was really fun. The only other thing I had written down was that, and I wanted to bring this up, was because while I was watching the movie, and I had obviously not watched the video yet, I keep I kept thinking, like, why does he have to keep watching his father's, like, death tape? Right? Like, I thought that was, I'm so glad you guys brought that up. Because <laughs> Thank you. I was like, how many people are going to show this kid how his father died? Like, 
Who would do that? Right? Ever? Yeah. There, there's no reason to do that. Like, there's nothing. Nothing that they showed him couldn't have been told to him. It was just absolutely insane. No, and yeah. he has like no reaction to it either. He's just like, oh, okay. Like I don't know. I thought that was really odd. Yeah, it really and especially was. in a kids movie. Yeah. Uh, I think if, uh, before we move on, there was a couple of things, um, that I wanted to address. One was in the comments, I noticed that with the mime, the sin is like, he's opening up a can. So why isn't this can related? Mm -hmm. And then it was explained to me in the comments. And then I was like, oh, I get it now. So it's kind of like one of those moments where he he was saying, you can shove it. And I totally missed that. And apparently so did anybody in the (laughs) the process of like looking at it. Because I did not understand that it was that literal. You know, usually mimes, you kind of like create some sort of visual story. But as it was explained by the Pokemon super nerds, uh, he just does like it was more. It was more of a rebus. Okay. (laughs) What was that word again? (laughs) So that was kind of a fun one where I was like, okay, okay, I got you. Uh, There's also a lot of Poké Nerds, and I say that with love uh, because I love all of the nerds and all of the geeks of all of the world. Um, about the whole Pokemon missing sign. I was really bothered by this because it's like, even if you call, if there's a Pokemon that's missing out in this world and you right. put up a picture of them, call five, 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 one, one, two, three or whatever. Yeah. And you say, hi, my name is Danae and I'm missing my Lickitung. Uh, they're like, what does it look like? Like a Lickitung. <laughs> what does it sound like? <laughs> it says Lickitung. Like there's no way to have right. this be helpful. Right. Unless the, yeah. the missing Pokemon has has lost its person and is trying to find its person. Right. So in the comments, there's all this like, you know, the missing sign works because it did, 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 you know, and also like, but I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't work if you think about it. And I just wanted to kind so of stand behind my it. little soapbox. No, I think moment. I'm with you. I, they, I, I thought it was funny because a lot of people did the that's racist thing uh, for that, that sin, which is hilarious yes. because that is so funny. Brilliant. But, um, but no, I, I think you can stand behind that sin. That makes sense to me. Um, I only had one more that I was really proud of. And I mean this with all my heart. They survived this. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one a lot. Nice. Very nice. Uh, let's move on to one of Danae's favorite movies of all time, Hocus Pocus. Uh, <laughs> so this was an Atkinson share joint. Kristen Barrett wrote on this. Uh, no, I say that half kidding, but I know you've said you really enjoy this movie. So why don't you kick us off? What, what are your thoughts on the movie Hocus Pocus? Um, well, first of all, I didn't know if this one was going to get posted or not. Because this is one of those where, as a team, uh, going into Halloween, we mm-hmm. wanted to have a couple of options just in case one couldn't go out or whatever. Right. And so I didn't know which one was actually going to go out. So when I saw Hocus Pocus, I got so excited. Yeah, yeah this was the, well, this was the backup. Yeah. Is basically what it was. But yeah. I wanted it so. to be the front up because it's just like, <laughs> you know, so much of us love it totally works. Hocus Pocus. And so like just to see that it's so culturally, rele- culturally relevant, like everyone's it's like the, it's, it's the they just announced movie. a sequel, which is in the Sins video. I was afraid it wasn't going to be in the Sins video because it was so Can I recent. tell you about yeah. that? Yeah. Did it happen during editing or what? Like it did. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It literally happened during the final edit so uh barrett sent me that and we had jeremy put the the holy shit in and uh i added that in at the end i, I wondered about uh, that because it, it's happened yeah. to chris before he talks about this all the time he'll schedule something yeah. because he doesn't think they're ever going to do because we like to temple stuff when they do sequels and then the moment it's scheduled or ready they announce a sequel to it <laughs> which i think is yeah. hilarious how often well, that happens oops 
And I mean, we should. I mean, it, this is a really interesting movie because I mean, I I saw this in the theater in '93. Came out in the summer of '93 too, uh, which is kind of odd. But um, I guess they thought it was going to be a big hit, um, and it wasn't. Like, in fact, it was quite the opposite of a big hit. And I remember at the time thinking it was okay. Like, I remember thinking at the time, like, well, the, you know, it's a lot better than it did at the box office. Like. But I've watched it a bunch since because my daughter's gotten into it and so on and so forth. And uh, I, I don't know. I like it less every time I watch it. I mean, there's things in it. I get why people enjoy it. Um, and I get why it's kind of a fun movie to watch around Halloween because it's uh, it's it's a good one to watch like with children. Um, but I just I just personally don't think it's a very good movie. But um, I know a lot of people love it. So yeah, um, I I really I'm not here to trash it. And I think the reason that I liked it a lot was um, well, there's music. (laughs) That's the key to Danae's heart. I love music. How would they know that song, though? (laughs) Don't ask questions. Just accept it. Um but I think the other, as I was trying to figure out why I love it so much after watching the Sins video and realizing how terrible it is, uh, is that it's kind of one of the first times I personally saw a witch uh, displayed in this sort of fun, loving, laughter, silly, goofy way. There's still bad guys that, in this movie, though, was, right? That was in. It was just endearing in a different they're, way. They're 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 child murderers, right? Yeah. Yes, but you don't think about and that. Torturers. <laughs> Well, but, just today's over here. Like first time I saw a witch in such a fun, interesting. No, loving witches kind are of way. terrible, but yeah. but they're usually portrayed as like these evil, dark, disgusting. Like you know, like so you the, their the, eyes are like the, dead, and they're just very clearly like the bad guys. In this case, they're 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 they're, 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 they're no they're, they're pretty evil. They they are, but their personalities are fun and goofy. Well, they're PGified. And, <laughs> they're PGified. <laughs> they are fun and goofy. Yeah. Like you can't watch this and say they're not being fun and goofy. Yeah, they're no, being no, no. fun and goofy. They're well, evil. I, I guess I should say. Listen, if you play D anD D, these people are probably chaotic evil. You know, they're just they are evil, but there's this this fantastical side of it that I just don't remember having seen before this movie. And so I was mm-hmm. is this the first time I was drawn to liking witches? <laughs> this felt very much like a Disney movie, like yeah. a live action Disney movie that came out in the early nineties. Yeah. Like I mean, this was whatever their whatever their like CW esque outline, you know, rules were. I think this movie followed it to a T. Um, and I mean, there's, there's good performance in this. I will say Vanessa Shaw that played the, the main girl, uh, she's like two months older than me in real life. I'm mean, younger than me in real life. So I, I very well might've had a Vanessa Shaw pillow, uh, <laughs> back in, back in 1993. Um, did you, she, did you cuddle was, up with your pillow while thinking she, about yeah, her? <laughs> she was quite, uh, she was, she was quite fetching. So I don't know. I, I, I get, I mean, I can watch it and I can get like why people, enjoy it i just i just don't think i get that same enjoyment out of it especially after seeing it multiple times i have never seen it uh not a second gotcha. of it. this was my first experience with hocus pocus uh which is rare for me to mm-hmm. watch a sins video for a movie i haven't seen it's it's a totally different experience like it's really fascinating yeah because um, you're trying to figure out what the movie is about yeah to almost like understand what the sin is about because there's context to it that you don't necessarily just right. know and I think it is it is true that if you have seen the movie or TV show we're sinning, you will enjoy uh, our video more. Um, but it is also true that you can definitely still enjoy it if you haven't, because I had a blast watching uh, the Sins video. I good. thought it was 
really funny, really well done. Um, there, the added element when you haven't seen something is you are taken aback by the scenes that you're, you're seeing them for the first time. So you're like, Did, was this really in a movie? Like the child it, death? Yes. Yeah. Like all that <laughs> stuff. I was just like, oh, wow. So there is that added thing that happens if you haven't seen the, you know, the content that's being sent um, mm-hmm. that you don't get to experience. But so I, I, you know, I had that with this. There were several of those uh, moments in the video. Um, it didn't look like a movie I I want to see. I feel like I saw enough. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I got, that. I mean, it's like, it's very much like, like Disney movies at that time. Like it, it feels like honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Like it's very much. Yeah. It's very much in that exact same. Yeah. Uh, vein. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Uh, um, we ready to talk about the, uh, the sins. Let's do it. Um, yeah, I had a lot here. Um, uh, children are not weed. Uh, made me really laugh. <laughs> She's inhaling the child. I thought that was wonderful. <laughs> Uh, do you not, do you remember Yabos? I wanted to ask you guys, do you remember breasts ever being called Yabos in the early nineties? Danae? I mean, no. Interesting. I definitely 100% do. That was definitely a thing that, that our junior high brains called breasts. Yeah. To me, the sin was like, I was like, well, I mean, people have been calling boobs all kinds of different things. So it's, it's let's talk about all the things that people have been calling boobs. That would be. You're keeping tabs. Let's for go this with episode. knockers, cans, melons. You did it! Oh my god, Eric! <laughs> Jaboom booms, gazongas, milk duds, the girls, the girls, bitty ditties, the twins, Swe- sweater puppies. That was always one of my favorite floppers. Uh, well, it was either it was either sweater puppies or sweater muffins, depending on the size. Listen, you guys you are to... actually talking about all the things that are actually spoken. I continue to make them up on the fly. That's true. That's true. Um. My 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 favorite go to is chesticles. That was always for whatever reason the one that made me laugh the most. Mm-hmm. So what it's about you, Jonathan? It, re- it reminds me of icicles, right? Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, I don't know. I do know that sweater puppies always made them sound creepy, like they were going to bite you, <laughs> yes, or nip at you or something. Well, they do nip. They definitely do nip. <laughs> that, that is definitely something that happens. I left myself open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you talk about some of the stuff that you loved from the video? Oh my god, uh, this was a great. This was a really fun one to work on. Uh, calling a road a river that was really uh, funny for some reason to me. Like that kept standing out. Mm-hmm. Um, the the bullies are like, oh my! Like, Saturday Night Live talking about Saturday Night Live. They did a sketch one time where it was like the Disney Channel School of Acting, basically. Um, and I, that's all I could think of watching, like especially that one guy, the blonde haired guy, not Ice, but the other bully. Yeah. Just like how just over the top he was with like everything he said. That still to, happens, uh, man. You watch the bullies in Shazam. Watch the bullies in like it's that's true. It's crazy yeah. how over the top bullies are still. Um, how casually horny Sarah Jessica Parker's character is. I thought that was a really funny. There's, there's a lot of horny horniness in this sins video. Uh, there's the vacuum mm-hmm. cleaner joke, which is hilarious. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, the because can I tell you why that's one of my favorite? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the comments. Uh, if there's all these beautiful, there's there's three or four comment chains where it says, Winnie, I'm coming. And then like, I died laughing uh-huh. or whatever yeah, yeah. the person said. <laughs> and then underneath it, about six or seven people. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> you know, like just all that. And then just this sort of like uproarious laughter. Uh, uh, so that, good. that joke is preceded by the uh, phallic shaped object between her legs. Yes. And then he says the phrase at the end, well, off they get, which I just thought was hilarious <laughs> in so many ways. So, yeah, there's a there's I mean, a lot of that stuff in here. Yeah, the 
the eyes wide shut style orgy yes. going on. Yeah. And the, that, I mean, that was obviously a joke, but it was still very much in the same vein. Um, also, Jerry, this is why we only give you the Halloween night shift. <laughs> yes, I loved That's that great. one. Can I tell you the joke that I thought was legit was the Mel Gibson joke? That That, that is a great joke. The joke about um, taking a while to you know become mm-hmm. evil or whatever and it's like voldemort and whatever and then ends with mel gibson that's a legit great rule of threes joke so whoever wrote that just well crafted bravo if nothing, bravo if nothing else uh i agree i also loved the clock the 305 and the uh realization mm-hmm. that they just used the same establishing shot but did it day for night and they kind of show them side by side and how it's the exact same shot and mm-hmm. like you were talking about danae continuity stuff um, I love those kind of kind of jokes. I was really impressed with that. Right. And the- then somebody in the comments said that if you read the books, Jeremy, you would know <laughs> that it does happen well, at three like, o'clock in the morning. There wasn't another establishing shot of that school they could have done the day for night with. I mean, that was the weird thing about it. Yeah. Like they had other shots of the school. Yeah. I, so that yeah. I want to call those Bass Pro jokes. Can we call those Bass Pro jokes? Why? Sure. Because you asked the writer, like, have you been to Bass Pro because you just made a great catch? Like something like that. Like wah, wah. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to name our jokes. We've got starfish jokes and now we've got Bass Pro jokes. I like the one that uh, that they were confounded by like paved roads, but they instantly know how to use a microphone as backup singers. That drove me nuts. And also they were put into this room that was like a kiln room. And then they were closed into the room with kiln, and then I guess they turned up the heat and burned, like essentially just burned them. Right? Isn't mm-hmm. it, is that what is that what happened? I think well, I, you're talking to a person time. who hasn't seen the movie at all. So it's been a long time. But there was like a there was a radio in the kiln room, which would also not be there if it was a kiln room because kilns melt stuff. Anyways, I was was it a kiln room or a killing room? Hey, those oh. are those are two different things, or in this case, maybe uh. the same thing. Let's move on. Too many puns are happening. (laughs) All right. Uh, It was a good week in videos. We can move on. Uh, Let's do some keeping tab. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, mm-hmm. those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels when we're. Okay, we're going to try this. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. 
The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. Let's take a look at the process of writing this stuff, um, putting this stuff together. It could be a Google search, strange research you did, deleted sin, whatever the case may be. I really don't have a lot. I, I did write on both the TV sins, um, but there wasn't a lot of stuff that I had to do this week. I will say I researched, I guess I'll do this for mine. I researched the uh, the age difference rule for mm-hmm. the sin about whether or not Ross plus really was yeah whatever. the half plus seven rule which I've heard for a while how do you guys feel about the half plus seven rule does it make sense to I've you never I've heard never of heard of that. it before um I've, I've I've never been in an appropriate relationship so <laughs> I've never had it to worry kinda, about it it um, kind of works for every age like it's it's an interesting rule but you know like if somebody's 15 half plus seven is 14 and a half you know what I mean so it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like it works if you you know if you're 90 half Plus seven is 52. Okay. I mean, the only, you know? I, I think it works when you're younger. I, you know, when you get a little older, though, like, I think the difference, there's, there's like, I mean, there's obviously a huge difference between like 15 and 22, but there's not as big of a difference between 45 and 52. Does, does that make sense? You know? Well, yeah. Well, that's, that's why, that's why the half plus seven rule works as well as it does because it, it's first just does. Oh, half. maybe I'm not understanding. Oh, and yeah. I just, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. Wrong. Seven. I did my math wrong. Yeah. Seven. It's not just saying seven years apart that, you yeah, know, yeah. it's, it's saying you do the half plus seven thing. So anyways, I kind of did some research on that and, and people just kind of, I couldn't find anybody who disagreed with the rule people just kind of accept it that's the rule half plus seven and that's what we go by in our culture and i was just like huh that's fascinating to me so anyways that's really all i i kind of looked up so um i had some research on the early uh stages of the internet based on the friends episode when joey was talking about find like getting onto chandler's computer and looking at porn Mm -hmm. i was really trying to figure out how to send that like Mm-hmm. How am I gonna, you know, what am I gonna do here? Was this the script that I wrote a ton on? Yes. Okay. We should we should say that. We should have said that doing this just, is, basically I, this is a Janae script. <laughs> I wrote like five sins on that for I was like, oh, Janae had fifty sins, they're all great. <laughs> yeah. No, we've yeah, we've got we've got one coming up where like we ended up using like it was like ninety percent Aaron's stuff. Yeah, uh, that happened sometimes. Did recently. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I remember there was several times that I was just I was like going off on these research things and then like I'd come up with like three or four sins for each one of them. One of them was the just my knowledge that I learned about the early ages of the internet. That was yeah, really fun. I lived it, Danae. You could have just called me. No, didn't want to. Hey, Aaron, <laughs> doing some research for this one. Tell me, what was porn like? Yeah, no, fair point. You make a fair point. No, yeah, I can tell you about the internet. Um, But I, I did learn about, you know, frame rates and how things loaded, but it was really interesting. So this is where my keeping tabs research kind of sent me. I mean, I looked up robots because there was a robot zing in there and... Uh, which, by the way, just to go back, I really love the reference to Johnny Five. By the way, that was oh yeah, that was well, looks so much like Johnny Five. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I can't believe I missed that one. That was yeah. so fun. Um, was that there is still? If you want to know what the old internet looked like, the Space Jam website has never changed. <laughs> they, it's still up, and you can go oh and God. look it up. I'm doing this right now, and it looks just like the old internet so if you want to know what it looks like look up the space jam website um and i also found this really funny gif of uh the internet loading you know circa 
you know, 1999. And it just like loads basically line by line across from the top down and then it freezes halfway through. Oh, wow. That is amazing. I know, right? That That is it looks incredible. Like Ge- it looks like GeoCity yeah. or something. Yeah, it, that's, that's great. SpaceJam.com. Check yeah. it out for yourself. Uh, the other fun thing was when I was looking up the robot information for this one, uh, for the crazy robot that was running, this was a real reveal by Sony in 2000. Um and that website where I found that information also still looks the exact same as it did in 2000. I think it was archived as is. So that was a CNN.com, you know, slash all these different things just of what was going on. But it was just fun because I really was a trip back in time yeah. to see the old ways of the internet. Oh, man. So was, that was, was this the one where you wrote something about being charged per minute? Yes. And I was like, I do not remember that because I remember when we got AOL... It was like nineteen ninety nine a month or so, or whatever it was. It could have been like thirty nine ninety nine a month, but I thought it was just a monthly charge. But I could have been wrong. I mean, obviously, I wasn't paying the bill, so you know, it's. I mean, I would live with my parents, but this this is certainly a, a rabbit trail. But uh, it is fascinating to me to think how AOL was the proto Facebook, and they were just ahead of their time because mm-hmm. it's. And now Facebook doesn't charge, but in and I think a lot of this has to do with uh, you know net neutrality, right? The idea that the internet is a free service that's accessible, you know, to put stuff on. Um, but AOL was like a gated community where you know that was your internet presence was was there, and it's just it's fascinating for me to think how how the internet has evolved and grown and you know how it's changed it's and fascinating to think that people still have dial-up internet because they totally do fascinating um you know it's interesting because sometimes these scripts i i feel like some of the time that i spend on scripts could be shortened in these moments mm-hmm. where i kind of go off on a bunny trail and learn something but i really love learning stuff I, yeah. and, and going back into like the early stages of the internet and reading like reddit threads about what was the internet like for you when it first came out and reading all these different experiences of people and how they had to pay like you had to go on during certain times of the day to avoid having big fees um and people popping in and being like that's exactly what it was like for me you know da 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 and then um you would start a download of like a, a a music that you liked and it would take all day long. So you would leave in the morning for school, you'd come back yeah. and it would have downloaded one song for you. But if your line was interrupted, you had to start all over again. Oh man, I remember that. And I remember in college, I remember sitting in the computer lab uh, trying to get Ain't It Cool News to load up with like movie, you know, news and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. there was like... Uh, Watch trailers? Yeah, if there was a trailer or a... a photo i would bring my homework and i would just do homework while that stuff you know loaded up yeah uh, so that, i was gonna say i don't remember i don't i didn't i didn't try to download porn but i do remember downloading trying to get music or or trailers were the big thing like yeah i was kind of like i would do the same thing you did i would bring a book or something yeah yeah, yeah so concludes the we're old portion of the podcast <laughs> i think everybody knows we're all in our 70s it's okay yeah yeah it's okay well, and just think about like, and then when we got like the, um, what was like the next stage? It was the, the cable, I guess, just the cable. I mean, um, but they had a name for it, but, uh, I don't know. But anyways, like the next step up, I mean, I remember us thinking like that was just so fast and you didn't have to, you didn't have to be connected to a phone line and, you know, use your phone line to get online, but that would probably be slow as dirt now too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 crazy how much about, it's changed. Uh, what about you, Jonathan? Did you have anything for keeping tabs? 
No, yeah, I was kind of like Aaron. The only thing I really looked up, there was a sin we didn't talk about in Bates Motel where I compared uh, a prequel to, um, and I was just trying to find some like weird version of something to compare it to. And I came up with uh, Who News, which were like, are these like vitamin cookies? Yeah. And they have like an Oreo version. So I wrote a send along the lines of like, let me see, I can actually tell you when was the uh, the time jumps in a prequel feel like finding actual Oreos in a package of Who News. Maybe I'm just being ornery and a little dumb, but welcome to TV. Um, but yeah, so I just did some research on Who News to see if there was anything I wanted to use. But uh, it was basically just to discover that they were a super gross um, vitamin, mineral, and fiber-fortified cookies. Um, <laughs> Sounds that so apparently yummy. People eat. And there were all these articles written, like, in 2011 and 2012 about, uh, I guess they were they were just, they were were advertising themselves as nutritionally rich cookies. So, uh, Fascinating. you know, like, yeah, so kind of like, you know, what is now what you would see on Twitter. I mean, uh, a bunch of people tried to go on a witch hunt, like, trying to find out, are these really nutritionally valuable? And is this really better than eating vegetables and fruit? It's like, of course it's not. It's a fucking (laughs) cookie, but... Uh, but but people wrote about it, so uh, this was like clickbait in 2011. Well, you know, who knew? You know what I said when I found out those cookies exist? What? Oh no! I- who knew? <laughs> who knew? <laughs> who knew? Who knew? I didn't know. I don't even know why they're called that. That's got to be the I reason. Think the, in, the NU is nutritional. They call that just. They're called that just so Aaron. Just yes, just yeah, for that much. joke. They knew I was going to. I be think here. it's supposed to be like whole nutritional something along, and they just shortened it. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Yep. All right, but that was about all I did. Let's move on. No, to- no, I have another one. You what? can't go on without me. What? You already did one. I know. All right, go for it. No, go too. for it today. I just want everyone to know I really did look up what what people did to stick their finger in Pokemon Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to understand that reference. It took me four or five searches to figure out what that was referencing. And Uh apparently there's like little finger puppets, which makes sense. But I really, it it took me a while. It is a line that it is hard to come up with the context in your brain. And you're just like, where did that line come from? I know. So that's what I was thinking. I'm like, who who would put their finger in Pikachu? What does this mean? Is that like. Well, it involves a finger being stuck in. So. Right. This is a kid's movie, man. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I mean, no, it, it was but, it was because there's toys. There's Pikachu toys. Well, I'm glad you did the research, little... but that is not obvious in the film. Thoughts and prayers to you, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And it is a kids film, but they, I mean, I guess technically, but they also kind of wanted it to be like a, like an MCU movie or something. And so they just, yeah. Yeah, MCU movies are getting there too. Like Peter talking about his, you know, web shooter and all that stuff in the latest Spider-Man but, movie. But, but I mean, that, but I mean, that is, but I mean, they did do that in the comics too, sure. because I mean, he's a high school kid. Right. And he's, you know, oh, totally. so, I mean, a lot of that is. You know, yeah, that makes sense, totally. but I don't know. Can we move it's on the, now, Danae? Yes, I just wanted to, I just, okay, sorry, but bye, everybody, sorry. <laughs> I can't imagine what you were typing into your Google, though, to, to get to that point. A but, Detective uh, Pikachu movie. What did Pikachu mm-hmm. mean when finger stuck in? And then there's, like, Reddit threads about, like, this is the most, like, R-rated moment of the movie. It was still funny, but no one's linking to anything specific. Yeah. So then I had to be like, Pikachu toys, finger. <laughs> I'm going to see what's going on in Jam Central at SpaceJam.com. Uh, I'm going to move us on to the comments section. Let's do it. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. 
Uh, we're each going to pick a comment uh, or two if you're Danae. Three. Or three if you're Danae to respond to from the week's videos. Uh, we'll also <laughs> include some general feedback here as well that you can uh, get to us. Behind the scenes pod at gmail.com if you want to send us a question. Um, what are some of the comments you love? Danae, since you've got three, go ahead and throw one at us. You mentioned one earlier about uh, the Pokemon um, all looking the same and that being that's racist. So uh-huh. I'll... I'll skip over that one my other favorite one that was from the comment section of detective pikachu was all of the people i just picked the one from uh ratchet um one two and it was yellow squirrel sir it's a mouse (laughs) but there were so many different variations of people like raging about miss misnaming pikachu a squirrel yeah which is so funny because i remember when we were in uh the same space with the guys and they're talking about like the beginning of cinema sins and that an element of it is to sort of troll the audience. I feel like this is the perfect example of an intentional trolling. Well, obviously we, I mean, obviously we did that purposefully. <laughs> I don't know how I, you know, and I think these people just, know that I think but, they're no, but having it's fun. So funny because they're like, like this one I think is like yeah. yellow squirrel, sir. It's a mouse. Yeah, he knows. But then there's people know. that were literally just like, I can't believe you didn't know it was a like it, and they're just really having a hard time. So <laughs> I don't know. I really giggled a lot through all, all of that because awesome. it was just a really fun example of a, a successful trolling on our part, I suppose. Um, the this comes from Natty Rain. Uh, and this was also the Pikachu video. Me, maybe you should tell your Pokenut cousin William that the <laughs> kick evolved from Magikarp to Gyarados is a reference to James in the original series of the anime. Also me, giving into obvious comment bait to improve this video's engagement stats by CinemaSins triggering real Pokenuts. Ding. Uh, I loved that comment because it addresses so many things, which you were just talking about, about yeah. how kind of like the purposeful trolling and, and well, that kind of stuff. But surprisingly, first of all, I'm really glad that my Pokemon nuts thing is taking off because uh-huh. they're, they're like they're embracing that they're pokey nuts mm-hmm. that was really fun for me yeah but second i dare you to google pokey nuts <laughs> no but i really did a lot of research on that magikarp thing and i was surprised that it got some of the heat that it got because there's only one part in the entire series there's one episode where the magikarp evolves after being kicked but everybody else that was like freaking out is but of like, course you everybody had to, knows that one you had to grind through like 20 levels to get the magikarp to evolve to a right. or whatever. and of course the sin's going to be so great if you also add that you know like if you try to explain that there's one episode where it happens exactly or, which is why i didn't include that and i also blamed it on quote unquote william the that's cousin right. <laughs> so we're sending william um in that one and yeah. i can just kind of like bow out what yeah, about you, Jonathan? What's a what's a comment you found? Um, I just I don't know. I just this one stood out to me for some reason. It's very short and sweet, but uh, I think it's I don't know. Sunil Permal sure. uh, said about Hocus Pocus: the CG cat is still better than the baby from Twilight. <laughs> and um, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. I uh, I think you're right. And, and the and the baby from. Um, <laughs> What was the uh, American Sniper? Is that the one with Bradley Cooper where he's yeah. like, obviously comforting yeah. a doll? <laughs> like it's one of the most yeah. obvious big oh baby moments God. of all time. Uh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and it's like that's such a serious movie too, and it's it's kind of hard not to laugh. Yeah. in that in that moment, you're like, "What are you doing?" No, that's but fun. Yes. What else you got today? I agree. Uh, my next one came um, from what? Which one was it? Where the worry is a misuse of imagination. Was that Friends? Uh, 
I don't know. Selena Gomez. No. No, it was I'm it was kidding, actually I'm one kidding. that I wrote. Well, it had to be Friends then. That's the only well, I mean, you, it, it was, was either Friends or Pikachu. Pikachu. And I, can't. I don't know. Are you I'm sure going to go behind week? the jam while is you Is it about yeah. cookies? Is yeah. it about cookies, Danae? <laughs> no, it is not about cookies. This one comes <laughs> uh, this one comes from Blue Blue. Uh, worry is a misuse of imagination. Is that a real quote or a joke? I just got got dope ass YouTube show. I liked this one. I liked bringing up this one. This one was one of mine where I was like, uh, don't they know that worry is a misuse of imagination? Kind of triggering the anxiety mm-hmm. kind of a uh, kind of an idea. And it is an actual quote. This is not Danae came up with something. Right. This is one of my favorite quotes because the first time I heard it, I realized that a lot of times whenever you start to imagine all of the possibilities, you can kind of trigger yourself into worrying about things that don't you don't need to worry about. I am probably going to struggle with this for the rest of my life because that's just kind of part of my personality. I like to think about all the possibilities to sort of prepare myself for anything good or bad that could happen. And so I end up spending a lot of time in my head um, preparing for the emotional whatever is going to happen next. Yeah. And um, when I heard this quote for the first time, it really kind of jarred me out of that a little bit. And so I'm getting better and better at not imagining crazy things. I try to imagine things that are less crazy, <laughs> more realistic. <laughs> it's also possible, uh, you know, that that the imagination isn't the only culprit too. part of the culprit is our own tendency towards pessimism or optimism. Right. Like you can have. I thought I was an optimistic person. Right. Turns out I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay yeah, I, it's okay I, I i don't know that any anybody is let's be i Go ahead. yeah i was thinking about applying to the optimist club but i don't think i'd make it um wow so but yeah no it is one of those things rare where, form <laughs> dicer rare form no but honestly it is one of those things where there is that element to it of yes i can imagine all these things but i think the good stuff's gonna happen that is part of it. It's the human psyche is not something I could ever fully understand, but I just wanted to make sure that I didn't take full credit for that one. Yeah. That one was definitely not me. That was, um, you know what? I had it pulled up and then I searched for someone named Ed Gein. Ed yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, um, it was more than worry that was a misuse of Ed Gein's imagination. Was, there were quite a bit of misuses of, of that man's imagination. That is that is for sure. Uh, the only other one I wanted to mention. Uh, oh, I found it. Who was it? Dan Zadra. Dan Zadra. He was an author. Wow. Okay. Nice. Nice quote, Dan. Uh, Kita. Uh, Bernanzo, I think, uh, gave me a shout out, uh, said, referring to this show as Days of Our Knives from this day on. Oh, Thank I you, CinemaSins. That was good. Uh, nice. And what I love about that is I legit think she will. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where I actually gave somebody the verbiage that they're going to take into their life right. and use it in, in reference. So yeah. that, that always makes me happy. I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. So anything else in the comments section? Uh, The only other thing I will mention is that Taylor Clayton said about Bates Motel, I love this show, I loved the movie, and I love this channel, so I'm conflicted. Um, So are we most weeks. (laughs) And you don't have to be. You're you're not alone. Yeah, you don't have to be. Just enjoy them all. All things can be true. All things can be true. All things can be true. Uh, Here's our question of the week. Says, hi, friend. A cancer widow died and left her fund the sum of (laughs) $4.3 million US dollars in our bank account without next of kin. With my position in the bank, I will be able to bring this fund to your bank account successfully, <laughs> but you have a role to play. Sharing will be 30% for you and 70% for me. And 
waiting for your urgent answer. Help me stand as foreigner. Best regard, Mr. Gabriel Fofana, Foreign Remittance Assistant Director of BOA Bank. So um, I didn't know if you knew this, Aaron. I didn't know if you knew this, but uh, that that's a scam. What? Yeah, yeah I kind of gave them. Keep the, scrolling down. I kind of no. gave them the business bank account oh, already. No. Uh, I thought. Well, I thought we were in a good. There's position so much here. money in the BTS bank account, <laughs> yes, so we should be concerned. That's right. That's right. Now, we have like four dollars in there. Here's the real. Qu- we have four dollars. <laughs> Uh, here is the real question. By the way, that was a real email that came to uh, the email address. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> uh, but this is the one we're using. It says, hello, Behind the Sins team. I was wondering if there was a piece of media, whether it be a film, television show, or music video, that you have a strong hatred for, but rewatch it so often. Thanks, Metalhead1965. Second Metalhead shout out in this episode of BTS. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for email- emailing us. Uh, is there a piece of media? Media, any kind of pop culture that you have a strong hatred for, but decide to re-watch. Danae, what about you? Yes, it's called MasterChef. Do you hate MasterChef? I hate it. And you watch it? I watch it. Yeah. I hate it. Is that it. Ramsey? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's terrible. I'm fascinated. Fascinated <laughs> by this. So tell me about this hate watch. So it is the production. I hate the production, but I love watching the competition part of it. Mm. And I love mm-hmm. learning about mm-hmm. food. But but in this show, it's not about learning about food. It's not about watching people cook. It's about the drama. It's about like, and so I keep watching it, hoping that maybe they'll focus on the thing you like. It'll kind of move yeah. more into that vein, but it doesn't. It's like cut to the clock, cut to the person, cut to the clock, cut to the person, you know, like, and they just piece it together and it's, it's created to make you feel the sense of dread as far as do they finish in time? What does it look like? Is it good? And then the hateful judges are looking down on you with scorn. Yeah. And I hate all of that. And yet I watch. Nice. So that's mine. What about you, Jonathan? Um, well, mine was actually pretty easy. Um, the The original Halloween, the 1978 film, is one of my all time favorite films. It's it's a, it's one of those films that I think kind of makes up like my pop culture lexicon, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons I'm really into film. Uh, it's stylistically, I mean, even beyond just being a horror film set at Halloween and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's a very well directed film. Um, it's a very uh, it's a very interesting use of like a very minimal budget. Like what John Carpenter gets out of that movie with what he has in front of him is just outstanding. So I just love that movie. And um, I don't really like any of the sequels, though. And there's a couple that I... And there's a, there's now 11 um, sequels. Uh, there's about to be two more over the next couple of years. Um, and there's a couple that I really hate. Um, there are, like, movies in my, like, top 100 of all time that I've only seen two or three times. But I've seen Halloween Resurrection, the movie where... Busta Rhyme defeats Michael Myers <laughs> using Kung Fu. Yes. Um, like at least a dozen times. At least a dozen times. And I don't know what it is. I think it's just the character of Michael Myers is such a part of my, like I said, my pop cultural makeup. Yeah. And I love Halloween. Like I love stuff set around that time of year that if it's just on, um, I, like I'm, I'm just drawn to it, even though... I know fundamentally it's one of the worst movies ever made. 
Um, but I can't help. I cannot not watch it if that makes sense. No, I think that's exactly what the question was. Well, yeah, done. that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so that's my that's my answer. And there's probably a few other ones too, but that's the one I feel like I should feel the most guilty. Great question about wasting my life. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Danae is uh, is on the right track with hate watching a TV show. That's really the only place I could go. Um, and I, mm-hmm. and th- I do have an obvious answer for me to this question. In fact, I think it's actually been brought up on the podcast before. But Twin Peaks is my answer. Um, oh, yeah, you watch it because people keep telling you. And, and then... I hate it. I've hated every second of it. And I just mm-hmm. keep thinking something's going to happen where it's going to get better because people love this show. They love this world. They, I've just, I am just convinced now that I've missed something. I don't understand how David Lynch is a thing. I, I like, I don't get him. Oh, so you don't like, like, you don't like anything he's done. I name some other like, stuff it, he's done that maybe I've seen. Uh, I mean, Blue Velvet is actually one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, the Straight Story would probably be the one I would think you would like the most. Yes, maybe lost, maybe Lost Highway. No. But yes, to, did not like Lost did not Highway. like Lost Highway. Yes to Straight Story. Thought Blue Velvet was ridiculous. I don't like. I just don't get him. I don't understand that aesthetic. And what's fascinating about it for me is the X Files is basically based on Twin Peaks. It's very much takes a lot of the audio. Well, and, that's part of it. I mean, it also takes a lot from like Kolchak, the Night yeah, Stalker, yeah, yeah. and Twilight sure, Zone sure, sure. and stuff like that. And the Care Bears. Yeah. And the Care Bears, obviously. Uh, yeah, no, Blue Velvet's one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, I Suburban horror is just, or suburban thrillers are just uh, a thing I, I enjoy. And um, and then that one does that, and then it's just, it's so weird. Like, I don't know. So that that have- movie just absolutely works for me so basically how it happened was i never watched the original twin peaks or the movie or anything and then the new one came on and people were raving about the new one and i was like you know what Mm -hmm. i should watch it but i'm not gonna watch it if i haven't watched the original twin peaks that seems like a silly experience to have without you know the the foundation and so i oh yeah especially with that show powered through the first season there are elements of the first season. I can kind of see why people find them interesting. That second season is trash as far as I'm concerned. I don't I don't understand yo, it. I yo, don't get yo, it. Yo, Aaron, you need to calm down, buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I think most Twin Peaks fans, um, I, I don't know. I don't. I haven't talked to a lot of Twin Peaks fans. I like Twin Peaks a lot. Uh, the second season is my least favorite of like the series um, um, and the movie. And the movie, for that matter. I really dig the movie, which is also a prequel. That's an odd, that's an interesting yes. example of a prequel that I quite enjoy. And the movie is fast. It's David uh, Bowie, right? Is it Bowie that's in? Bowie's a lot. Yeah, a lot of people are in it. But yeah, Bowie's in it. Yeah, like the David Bowie stuff I found interesting in the movie, that kind of stuff. Like there are bits and pieces where, you know, I, I can at least acknowledge something interesting is happening. But I just, the way he revels in nonsense is just, I just can't get my brain around it well and the thing about the second season though is he's not really involved with the show as much anymore at that point yeah um he was involved with the new stuff but he wasn't as involved like at that point he had he was just running the show but he wasn't really he wasn't involved that much yeah um but it's crazy to remember like how huge that show was for like a short time and then it just died yeah i mean people were having like people had cherry pie parties right yeah. Every time there was a new episode, like I remember that very well. That's Cause I mean, I was, you know, I was 15 or whatever at the time, 14 came on. And then, and then uh, it kind of started happening again with American gods, the Neil Gaiman, I think it's a Showtime show, maybe. I, yeah, I, I only watched the first like three episodes. So uh, yeah, I, I watched through the first season, and about three quarters of the way through, I was like, I'm having Twin Peaks flashbacks. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I, this is not. And so I quit. I was like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> so, and I know you don't really read, but God, that book is 
so good. Yeah. And that show is just garbage, really, in my opinion. I really should learn to read. I really should <laughs> get around. I really should get around to I that. think you would like Neil Gaiman for sure. Like, if you read, I think he'd be right up your alley. Well, I don't he need to do, like, Coraline. He did the, um, the David Tennant. Uh, show uh, Michael Sheen and David Tennant show that was on uh, yeah Good Omens Good, Good yeah, Omens that's and a great I, book I actually too. really enjoyed Good Omens so um so yeah maybe I, I should I actually have not watched that I was gonna reread the book and then I just never got around to it so I do need to watch that yeah um well there you go I think those are my answers and thank you for the question again Metalhead we appreciate it uh, if you've got a question for us or a comment or a deep philosophical discussion you want us to have uh, you can email us behind the sins pod don't forget the pod at gmail Calm. Don't forget the but if you want us to send your Nigerian aunt money, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, just let I'm us good. know. We have four dollars, people. All right, let's mo- move on to Beyond the Sins to Infinity and Beyond. Somewhere beyond my wildest dream to boldly go where no man has gone before. All right, what's that one thing uh, that you want to uh, go beyond the sins to talk about from something you've seen recently in the world of pop culture? Can be good, can be bad, can be whatever. Whatever. Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? What do you want to talk about? Um, I started digging in a little bit to uh, Apple Plus, which uh, premiered on Friday, November 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, I have watched all the episodes available, which there's only three episodes of each series that they launched with of, uh, for all mankind. Yeah. Tell me about uh, it. I've, I've been, I actually, okay. they, they actually gave me, uh, access to the press site. So I have all these that I can watch. I was but... curious about that. Cause I saw, I saw you tweet a comment about the morning show, which I have not watched the morning show. So I yeah. can't comment on that, but, uh, okay. So for all mankind is essentially it's, well, it is, it's a, it's, it's a, what if scenario of what if the global space race never ended. And what the show starts off with is that you see you see someone landing on the moon, all like everyone, like all like all of USA is like, you know, glued to the television. And then um the announcer at the 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 TV studio is like they're about to say their first words and the guy speaks in Russian. So it's a it's an alternate history kind of thing where like Russia beat us to the or USSR beat us to the moon. Right. And then it takes off from there. So, um, and, um, you know, it's, um, it's interesting. Like it's, I like the concept, uh, Ronald D. Moore's behind it. Um, who did Battlestar Galactica, the, the reboot of that. And, uh, he's involved with some of the Star Trek shows. He also, I don't, I have never watched Outlander, but uh, I know that's a real popular series on stars and he's, he's the head of that. Um, so I really like him. Um, there's a, there's a lot of pretty good actors in it. Uh, Joel Kinnaman's in it from the killing. Oh, I like uh, him. Jody, I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's one of the main guys. Uh, well, it, I mean, they, there's a lot of characters they go through. Uh, Jody Balfour's on it. She's from the crown and true detective, uh, Sonia Walger or Walger. Uh, she was Penny on lost, uh, mm-hmm. Chris, Chris Bauer, a really good character actor from true blood. Uh, so there's a, it's a really interesting cast. Um, it's a really interesting premise. Um, I'm definitely, it, it's, it's been entertaining. I do feel like it could be better. Um, but I'm definitely intrigued enough to keep watching, um, just to see where they go with it. And all of these shows have been renewed. So we know they're not going to, they're not going to end, you know, after the first season at least. So, um, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely going to keep watching it as they roll them out. Um, I believe from what I understand, each show has, there's four shows that they launched with. They each have three episodes available and then it's going to be a weekly, uh, rollout after that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple more shows coming down the pipe that I'm really curious about. There's an M. Night Shyamalan show coming in end of November. Um, and then there's like a, I think it's a fictional show, but it kind of sounds like it's, it might be like a fictional show about a true crime podcast or something. And that's coming out like beginning of December. But, um, for all mankind's the only one I've been able to check out so far. I've, like I said, I I've enjoyed it enough to recommend it. I do think it could be better, but if that premise interests you at all, I mean, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna get at least what I got out of it. Yeah. We're, uh, um, we're a week away from Disney plus the streaming wars are yeah. upon us. Uh, it is now Disney plus time. how many? original series wise though it's is it going to have more is it just going to have a couple of things i'm not even really sure i know the mandalorian yeah the mandalorian is obviously the big one you've got the marvel shows that'll start up pretty quickly and then you've also got uh, right out of the bat you've got the Kristen bell show where she restages high school musicals with oh, the that's right. with the actual people who were in the musical in high school now that they're old, like 20 that years older sounds it sounds so much fun and i love Kristen bell already so like oh I. yeah that one that's things called encore it's gonna be gr- yeah. i cannot wait for encore i'm yeah, with Apple Plus, I'm definitely going to be sticking with it for a minute. Um, I don't even know if you can do a yearly subscription, but I just did the monthly is all I signed up for. And the thing about Apple Plus is they don't really have like a catalog. They're just yeah. right now, they're just doing original shows or material. And then the other non-Marvel Star Wars one is The World According to Jeff Gold- Goldblum. And it's basically oh, okay. each episode is Jeff Goldblum explaining some sort of fact or scientific thing or whatever in a way that hmm. only Jeff Goldblum can. So I think I'm less interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> that was, but no, I've already I've already signed up for Disney Plus. I have a kid. So yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a no brainer. I'm really excited about HBO Max though, but that's not gonna be till May of next year. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating um, time, that's for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see where all these things go. And Apple Plus has spent a ton. The Apple has spent an insane amount of money. The good the the what is it? Morning uh, the show? morning show yeah. is uh fifteen million dollars an episode. Well, I gotta say, I, I dug the morning show enough, but it did make me miss like a newsroom and like a show that yeah, I saw that tweet show was, yeah. you know, could have been maybe written a little sharper, but the acting's incredible. Jennifer Aniston is mind blowing in morning show. And in, in fact, oh, Danae, that's good to um, hear. It kind of hit me in some interesting places because it's about doing a morning show and I've done a morning show for a lot of my you life. Did? Yeah. And so it was one of those things where, you know, they're talking about getting up really early in the morning and kind of uh, how it's mm-hmm. produced uh-huh. and those kind of things. And I was just like, oh, this you is a flashback. Yeah. I was, well, and I was listening. I wonder if I I'm definitely even. watching that one next. But I was listening to the producer was on a, the creator or producer or something. She was on a show, a podcast I listened to. Um, a TV show podcast I listen to every week. And she was just talking about how when she started doing research into morning shows, like it was just fascinating, like the stuff she discovered, like how much money they bring into the networks. Yeah. Um, and just cause you know, cause you just kind of think they're just like silly little, like start your morning with a cup of coffee and you know, people are chatting, but there's so much like, there's so much that goes into them that like nobody understands. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope the show actually is exploring things like that. I don't know that it is, but, uh, I'm definitely going to check it out. I, I don't know how to not watch it with that cast, but I just, just that big of an investment, though. I just I don't know how that could be profitable, but I guess we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, they're paying a ton for that one. Uh, mine, speaking of streaming services, comes from Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I've talked about Jenny Slate's comedy special um, on here. And no, I, I haven't heard of it. I wanted to mention it. It's called Stage Fright, and she is hilarious. She is extremely mm-hmm. transparent uh, in this special about her childhood, growing up, different things like that. Uh, Danae, she reminds me a lot of you in the way that she kind of sees the world and approaches the world. Uh, and she's kind of got that, um, 
you know, which excessive imagination thing uh, that you have. I have that. (laughs) Right now you have horns. Why do I have horns? I don't know. Okay. I'm worried that I have horns. They're very unicorn like. Oh, unicorn horns. Yes. I feel a little better now. It it was, it was, it was like. I was thinking I was Satan there for a second (laughs) and wondering why. Uh, But it's called Stage Fright and it is, again, not only very funny. But I think very uh, interesting and informative, and I love those kind of comedy specials. Uh, she spends awesome. some of it in segments just talking to her family, like her mom and dad, her sisters about growing up and what she was like as a child and kind of where things started. They talk about their haunted house. They talk about, you know, kind of these <laughs> these different things that and when I say that, I legitimately mean she believes their house was actually haunted. Like it's it's kind of this fascinating thing where um, she's doing her comedy special. And then we're breaking away to hear the reality behind these jokes that she's talking about and these life experiences that she's talking oh, about. So, yeah, it's it's like a behind the scenes of, yeah, her, of yeah, her comedy. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I like her. I think she's funny and clever and interesting. And I think uh, you might like it, too. So I thought I'd bring it up. She was on um, she was on Saturday Night Live for a few seasons. She was. Uh, and she still to this day has one of my all time favorite recurring sketches. I think they only did it like three times maybe, but she played this person that like owned this company where they made a doorbell. I don't remember. Do you this. remember this? No. You ha- I mean, I'm sure you could just do Jenny Slate doorbells or something on YouTube and it'll come up. But she uh, she would record her. She would record different things that your doorbell could say when you pressed it. And it, but it was all like just her voice. And she was really like uh, it was a really like bland kind of New Yorker type accent. <laughs> Interesting. So even though it would be like it would be everything sounded the exact same, even though it would be like, you know, it'd be like for a computer, you know, for nerds. And it would be like computers, you know, Internet buzz <laughs> like that would be I don't know how to explain it. You just have to see it. But nice. Oh, my God. It did just uh, died. Maybe died. She also did this really cute uh, little um, stop motion thing called Marcel the, Sh- the Shell. Uh, uh-huh. that I thought was really great too. So yeah, she's done a lot of interesting, fun stuff. So he also did uh, Chris Evans. For a while, so. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Danae, what do you got? That's the tea right yeah, there. Yeah, spilling the tea. <laughs> well, whether you like it or don't like it, I have another game for you. I love coming up with new games. No, that's great. Okay. Listen, if you hate it, so you're you making judging, these games you think we're too. Judging you for bringing a game to the table. Every well, week? I feel like it's just not. It's it's very expected. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, she's well, one talk of these days game. you'll get to surprise us by talking about a movie that you've seen. Whatever, I hate movies. <laughs> well, we talked about this. I'm the only one on the team that might actually not like watching things. <laughs> <laughs> I still like when I asked you uh, what TV, I was really curious what TV shows you liked, and you were just like, none. Yeah. I am a vacuum. <laughs> I am a, I'm a void. I'm a space vacuum. Or void. Yeah. That's what it was. I'm a void. <laughs> um, I think this one's free, so I'm kind of trying to find one that maybe you guys can try it for that, that's totally free. I have played this one before, and I'm kind of coming back into it. It's called Card Thief. I think you played this one, too. I have played Card Thief. I have experience with this one. I played it for a little bit, actually. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's kind of like... Think it's about, not my kind of game, but I still kind of enjoyed it. You you kind of have this deck of cards, and you're a thief. And so, like, one of the cards that, that you lay down in front of you, it's not quite like Solitaire, but you have, like, these, you know three columns there's yeah. nine cards in there's front of rules it, to the cards and and um you're and one of the cards is a thief card and so kind of your goal is to try to get uh with whatever has been laid in front of you uh through the maze of cards and each card is going to have some different way of interacting with you uh you can try to get 
coins because you're a thief and kind of increase your loot. You can try to hide. You can snuff out the lights so that you can sneak better and you can get caught by guards. So it's it's definitely one of those where you have a deck of cards and your goal is to get through the entire deck of cards without being caught by the guards um so it's like all based on the shuffle is yeah. sort of how it's played and like aaron said there's all these rules and there's tutorials that kind of guide you on how to go through it but uh, i i got away from this one because i wasn't very good at it and then it sort of came across my feet again I thought, oh, i'm gonna give that one a, i'm gonna give that one Ooh, have you try. gotten better at it i'm terrible at it still <laughs> still terrible um i did I, I mistakenly decided to just start playing again without doing the tutorial but it's been long enough that i certainly forgot some of the mm. basics yeah so i sort of did myself a disservice so i'm just gonna but i'm gonna keep at it it's just you know i, I like playing games this is sort of just one of those that you can you know kind of shuffle through your cards and come back to it later it's not it's not like incredibly time consuming or anything um so anyways i thought you guys might like it it's very, very nice. it feels very dungeon oh. it's like a dungeon crawl in a way yeah, but, it's, I, but I, it's also the aesthetic of it is very much a card game. It's like you're playing a card game on your yeah. phone, like a solitaire type card game. And it's, I don't know, it's, I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. Eventually, yeah. it just didn't offer a lot of, uh, for me, a lot of strategic expansion. Um, once I kind of understood the rules. It, yeah, I think the besides getting through the deck, I believe that you can kind of gain coins coins and yeah. then you can get better skills yeah. so that you can do more than just the basics but like i said i suck at it and so i haven't got like <laughs> i haven't been able to uh upgrade my equipment cards and such but um but yeah i, I like the graphics of it too it's kind of dark and like rogue looking you know like if you're yeah. playing a rogue in D D or something it sort of has that feel to it so cool anyways again it's called card thief and i believe it's available on both platforms very nice. Well, there we go. Oh, hey, hey, Danae, one thing I forgot to mention about For All Mankind, though, is that you would hate it. Oh, thank because you. Because <laughs> there is, um, there's more than one woman working at NASA. Oh, in yeah. Yeah, that's. There's multiple that's a women bunch of crap. in the, in the uh, control Get room. Get out of there, ladies. <laughs> yeah, so. Let the men lead. Get back to like, the well, kitchen. I was like, well, I was like, maybe Danae will like this. And then they showed a shot of the control room. And I'm like, oh, man. Danae, just keep spouting sexist comments, please. I think. It's, it's so great. You have permission. Uh, it's it is one of those things where in this area I have free reign. Yeah, that's right. And then hopefully everyone knows that I'm just BSing around. <laughs> that's gonna wrap it up for behind the scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed. Go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I am at Erin Dicer. She is at Danae says D E N E E says. And he is. <laughs> I thought, I thought we'd established that I'm just going to spell nope, my name. I wait for it every week. Every week, I'm just going to keep waiting for it. Okay. Just so there's an awkward pause. Noted. Every single week. Noted. And he is at Sam Lewis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, and myself, we will see you next week. But also, don't forget, go to our little survey site. We're doing a survey. So it's cinemasins.com slash BTS. Tell us more about you, and also, if you want to, put your name into the newsletter, or sorry, your email into the newsletter for our upcoming giveaway. Okay, now you can end the show, Aaron. See you next week. Thanks for listening. 
Send any feedback to BehindTheSendsPod at gmail.com. And be sure to subscribe or message us at Twitter. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com. Did he say Chica? Chica Dica. I always wanted a Dica. <laughs> You've wanted a Dica? Heck yeah. Who, you, who doesn't want to like pee standing upright? No, you're right. That sounds so cool. You're right. Yeah. Dicas are, are pretty amazing. Stop thinking about all of the other Dica things that are cool. <laughs> I'm just talking about peeing. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. Yeah. Guess what I'm doing? Uh, He can't hear through the I microphone. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm eating an apple. <laughs> oh. He's an asshole. <laughs> he walks into the studio, he sets an apple down, and I was like, you're a bad guy. And I went, ha I'm learning, I'm doing it right. And he's like, what are you talking about? Oh my goodness, I'm in love with apples. Okay, Aaron has insane energy today. Okay, listen, you're about to experience Dicer running energy. This is what happens after I run in the morning. I've started running again instead of just doing like biking and other cardio. Yeah, the weather's, it's not as hot anymore. I, yeah, I hit the treadmill at the gym. I don't, I don't like running outside. Oh, I gotcha. Um, but anyways, uh, when I run and my heart rate gets up into that like 170 range, I have this mm-hmm. energy for a couple hours afterward. And this is basically like Aaron on drugs. And I apologize because it is different. I recognize like just by the look on Danae's face within two minutes of being in here, she was like, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> of all people to say that. I know, right? That's funny. <laughs> so do you do you cut an apple up or do you just bite right in? Oh, like I bite apple. right in, man. He's just right in there. <laughs> I have really bad gums. Unless I want my apple to look like a, the side of a murder scene, I have to uh Lord. I have to I have to cut it up and just eat it normally. Like just eat pieces. <laughs> so much. Jonathan's Jonathan's like God. I can't eat apples because I bleed all over them. <laughs> Yeah, that's, pretty much. Super I can't eat. I can't bite into them. I eat bananas and cantaloupe. Those are my two fruits Ooh. that I eat constantly. So, Danae, tell us about your fruits. That's personal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say tell us about the fruit of your loins. I, <laughs> although her name is Iris. Fruit of my loins. Yeah, that's she's Iris. the fruit of your loins. Your child. That's what fruit of your loins is. Is your children? Yeah, but now I have this weird visual of being some sort of like tree that just like <laughs> you are your mama tree pops out of a kid fruit yeah she's your kid fruit okay there's nothing wrong with that, yeah, that no i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it it's just a visual i have not processed <laughs> yet and so now i'm like a vine with a grape bunch that turns into a kid or yes an apple tree or a or an orange tree but instead i'm a danae and recalling birth yeah did, yeah did iris uh did iris trick-or-treat are you in an area where you can trick-or-treat or uh first of all thank you for changing the subject <laughs> <laughs> and second she so we did trick-or-treat like two weekends ago we went to the mall and she was dressed up like daniel tiger and it went really really yeah well. i saw that i saw those pictures on youtube uh twitter you were a cowgirl or something <laughs> cow lady yeah i went like as a farmer or whatever i have a ca- farmer. i had a cowboy hat and i just put on yeah of a flannel and then that was that's all i oh and i and pigtails because that's like quintessential i guess farmer right? sounds better than cow lady cow lady yes i went as a cow woman oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, still having flashbacks to being a mom <laughs> <laughs> you can't get away from it one of our neighbors has a side-by-side so we just jumped on that and he hooked a trailer up to it what is a side and by we side? Fo- we followed the kids around the neighborhood. It's basically like, like you know, like a lot of neighbor, like we have a lot of golf carts in our neighborhood. But this is like a, it's not a car by any means, but it's 
you know, it's a little more than like a golf cart. It's got like an engine in it, like a like a full engine in it. What in the world? Danae, uh, have you ever heard of a side by side? Do you know what that is? Is, yeah. is it a South thing? Is it just because I'm from Michigan? That I don't I've never know. Heard of I really thing? don't know. A side by side. Like, is it like a dune buggy? Yeah, it's basically a dune buggy. A side by side. I've never heard them called side by side. That's interesting. Yeah, I've never heard that before in my life. But it was really nice. I didn't have to walk, so I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> it's like it's like calling a two person bicycle a front and back. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> like what? We uh, didn't do anything for Halloween. Uh, my kids are all older now, and yeah, they yeah, kind of yeah. went to their own parties and, and that kind of thing. And then we went and saw Terminator Dark Fate on Halloween, since that's when it opened. Um, mm. So, yeah, we were at a movie when kids were would usually be knocking on the door. So we cool. turned the lights out and everything. We were that, that house well, on the block. Well, at least you turned your lights out. The lady that's across the street, she had her lights on. And we just watched child after child after child go oh, up to no. the door and knock and nobody ever came. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. I mean, weird. I guess the worst is getting rocks, but uh, but that's the second worst. It's right. not having anybody at the door. Right. Did you see the viral video of the kid who went to the house that had the, the candy bowl? Like some people just set a bowl out in front yes. of the house and it was. Yeah, a lot of people do that in our neighborhood because they're trick or treating. So he goes up to this house and the bowl is empty and he sees there's a little girl coming. And oh, he, I did see He this. takes the candy out of his bag and puts it in the bowl so she'll have something. I know. Yeah, it was the sweetest, the sweetest thing. thing ever. Yeah, it was really, really sweet. Did you remember that one from the baseball game? This was like a few years ago where it was like, I don't know, a 12 or 13 year old boy. He caught a foul ball and there was a slightly older woman behind him. Like she was probably like early 20s. He, he turned around and like smoothly gave the ball to her like oh like he was hitting I don't on know him? yeah kind of it was it was it was kind of sweet and also very slick it was just like that kid's got some game That's amazing <laughs> we're going across the whole spectrum because the other one that was recently was during the world series and this is like the total opposite end of the spectrum where i just think it's completely Stupid. Where there were boobs? No, no, I do. Rem- oh. I do remember that though. It seems like maybe we've talked about this before, and and believe me, we'll be talking about boobs again in this episode. Uh, yes. so- I think you mean yabos. Yes, exactly. Do you hear what happened to those two women though? That no, showed their- they're in jail. Yes, now, yes right? I've done a lot of research they're, since then. They're not in jail. They uh, no, I just randomly saw this, but they have been indefinitely suspended from any major league. Yeah, stadium. they're never allowed to come to a baseball game again. Um, Which is insane. No, I saw their video. They did. It was all a, a publicity stunt for a website. I shouldn't say all a publicity stunt. It, it was also to raise money for breast. Oh, they they were models, right? Yes. Aren't they like working models? Yes, they're working yeah. models for a website that it was for publicity for the website and also to raise money for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, uh, so that was kind of what they were doing. But they did a whole prep video where they showed how they were getting ready for it and all this kind of stuff so it wasn't it definitely wasn't spur of the moment and no 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 it definitely was not that and it wasn't what i assumed and they were trying to distract the pitcher yeah they actually had words on the inside of their shirt so that when they raised the shirt there would be words showing on the inside of the shirt above their breasts oh yeah i totally saw that yeah oh you did i was paying attention that no no No, Aaron. <laughs> I saw something trending on Twitter yesterday. And it was this poor dude that had like this horrific leg injury. Oh, no. During Did you accidentally see it? Football, which is soccer. Yeah. Did yeah. you ac- accidentally see it? No, okay, I decided good. not to. It, the way that everyone was tweeting about it is it's like one of those things where sometimes you get kind of curious about something and you click on it. This is one where you know that everybody who's a fan of the sport 
they were so they, they were These so happen, freaked out. Man. Basketball, and, they happen a lot. And it's the, wild. I guess the guy who fouled him, who oh, it was somebody that did it to him. Someone and, oh, and that's he rough. was he was like inconsolable. Yeah, because uh, obviously they don't want that stuff to happen. But I guess it was really bad. There's yeah, well, there's been three or four instances in basketball of somebody just stopping and their bones just snap. You uh. know, when they stop, like the lower leg bones. I don't want to see it, but I kind of got blindsided by the uh, the show that The Rock mm-hmm. does on HBO. Oh, ballers! Ballers, because it was kind of about the players standing up for themselves. And in the middle of his speech about the players putting their bodies on the line, they show like five or six in a row of these graphic injuries that happen in football. And I was like, come on, man. Like, that's I don't know. I'm, I'm not usually like somebody who gets triggered by stuff, but I was just like, that just seems like I, I don't know. I, did, I didn't want to see that. Although I did just get an email that I have a screener available for the movie Night Sweats. Oh my God! What is that? I'm looking at right <laughs> <laughs> written in dr- 2019. John Wesley Ship is in this. Yeah, huh. directed by okay. Andrew Lyman Clark, starring John Wesley a, Ship. A skateboarder investigating the mysterious death of his roommate is led into the inner workings of a self-help company <laughs> and the pharmaceutical lab behind it. Night sweats what comes a, out November 14th. What a great movie name! Night sweats. I think we should uh, offer a mini pod review of Night Sweat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As an incentive. <laughs> Night Sweats. <laughs> Night Sweats. That's just... I don't know why that's making me laugh, but that know, is it's just, just ridiculous. It's such a ridiculous like, you name for a movie. You could have come up with so many other names. By the way, pro tip, apples are great for mouth noise. Did you know this? My professional voiceover friend taught me this. Eating apples. Oh, you like sound effects? Well, no, no, no. When you eat apples, it clears up a lot of that like mouth noise that you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes your sound clearer. So he always eats an apple before he records uh, everything cool. every single time. So they can also make your entire mouth be a pool of blood. <laughs> hey, hey you're, you remember that one time you were like, hey, let me read these talking points for the survey promo that oh, we're yeah, going to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you're like, hey, guys, well, let's talk about apples again. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, run energy. Hey, Jonathan, just to give you uh, some insight into what you miss not being in the room with us, I am probably, I'm going to say six feet away from Danae, something like that, you know, sitting across from her. I have headphones yeah. on that, you know, are not, that are just picking up your audio. And I clearly heard her stomach just growl for like five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I wonder where you're going with that. <laughs> Yo, your, your stomach I is know, always. conversational. That was crazy. I really need to like just try to get it. You, it's not gonna. It, it won't perform under pressure. <laughs> Danae is now giving herself an ultrasound with the microphone. <laughs> and by the way, it's not any one of us. It's all we all just like to Shut chatter, up. chatter, chatter. So I never talk too much. <laughs> what, was, what the hell was that? <laughs> It's like Danae the trucker. <laughs> like, she's she's working on candy cane. <laughs> she's screwing her microphone right now, and so it's it's how you said that. Just how you said that. <laughs> I was tightening the screws of the microphone. You know the little the Let's little... start the show. <laughs> Talking so you can hear me, so we can do the show together. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 